Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley, 91.9 FM. Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League match of the day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Yes, welcome to the Ellen Bank and Districts Football and Netball League match of the day on SEN Trackside 91.9 around Gippsland and of course live on the SEN app. With thanks to the Warrigal Downtown and Warrigal's Best Bar and Bistro and Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. Robbie Goodwin here with you and alongside me is my partner in crime, Dylan Beaumont. Dill, Ellen Bank versus Neerham is the game that we're at today. Big clash. Top of the table clash. Yes, top of the table clash. Both sides in great form. Weather starting to clear up as well, Robbie. So hopefully we're in for a, a clear day. I know it was ominous before and as the sides begin to run out. Let's get to our pregame show. The pregame show for SJD Law for professional legal advice and assistance. Yes, thank you very much, SJD Law, for sponsoring not only this segment, but backing SEN Track for another year. As I said, Ellen Bank versus Neerham, two times that are going two sides, pardon me, that are going to be vying for positions in the finals this year. Both sides that are coming off so far. Good uh, games this season, Dill. And uh, look, it's not exactly a day for free-flowing footy, but we've been, we've been down, we've had a look at the field, and it is surprisingly firm for the amount of rain that has come through it so far. It is, and it's also quite a spacious field. If you're looking at from where we are, there's a bit of a curve in the field. and then Huge curve. Compared to last week, the field from the wing to the boundary line, plenty of distance there. So that could also have a say in the the attacks moving forward across the wing but yeah at the moment Allen Bank sitting comfortably at second three and one near him south at two and one at fifth of course they had the bye last week but in their previous matchup against Wong, it was a bit of a blowout just a bit of a blowout yeah they've been uh, they've been hammering the teams they've needed to hammer you'd need that percentage in any league now you mentioned last week we did have an absolute blast last week we were at Niora seeing the Saints game against the Crows going down to the absolute wire the other results last week oh sorry that was 104 to 98 too long worry the other results last week Lang Lang smashing Katani not sure what's going on with Katani they looked quite good against Traff the week before but they just can't put together 110 to 42 Bullen Bullen beating Trafalgar with another similar top of the table but a clash 72 to 54 Puwong went down to the team that we're going to watch today Ellen Bank Eagles 87 to 24 and Nilma Darnham who are in the news which we'll mention in a tick yes. they went down to Yarrigan Panthers 123 to 43. So Ellen Bank near him today. The Cats taking on the Eagles. And look, oh, well, let's let's not let's not go past the elephant in the room. It's here anyway. There was some big news around the region uh, yesterday. Deal with the announcement that none other than one Nathan Buckley is going to be suiting up for Nilma Darnham. They're the first chick trick uh, pick, pardon me, in the Carlton draft. Dr. 
A-F-T. They picked Nathan Buckley. Buckin also in Gippsland in the Omeo District League. They drafted Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis is going to be playing on the 27th of May when they play against Lindeno South. But so far, no one saying when Buckley is going to play. But I tell you what, dude, we're pretty keen to call that game. We are, and I think the turnout will be quite substantial as well around the ground. And speaking of turnout today as well, decent turnout. But yeah, Nathan Buckley anticipation will be at an all-time high and hopefully you can try and reel them over the line. It's a great thing for regional footy, yeah. doing this thing. And, yes. you know, you don't want to give a, you know, a beer company too much credit, but it's a, very, it's, a very <laughs> smart, it's a very smart and savvy move by a Carlton Draft to do this sort of thing. It, getting, uh, you know, you, we've, we've loved seeing videos of people like uh, um, Brendan Favola and Dane Swan yes. who've just been going off on their own bat and getting match payments, but going and playing for teens and getting, getting supporters down to crowd, yeah. but... But now Carton Draft doing this yes. and getting great players and fairly, you know, still recent players, players who, are, who have a bit of uh, a bit of a name, Kane Corns, yeah. Jordan Lewis, Buckley, these players coming to regional teams. It's great. And Sean Burgoyne last year mm. in the West Gippsland League, I was fortunate enough to call that game for Dalston against Garfield. And he kicked, I remember when he kicked his first goal from 50 metres out, there was a roar like no other. So that was advertised everywhere and, of course, on the revenue side of things. Now the game is almost cool. about to start. So so let's go through the ins and the outs for both teams, Dill, if you would. Yep, so four changes for Alan Bank today. Will O'Brien, David Miller, Nick Pratt and Ryan Parsons, who seems to be familiar, you were telling me <laughs> off there, all in the side. And then Michael Urie, the captain, he's out with an Achilles issue. Ben Rag, Billy Aldist and Ben Dixon out for the home side and for Nearham South. Dean Stringer and Lockie Guy in Brock Dawling and Eddie McGillivray out. Yeah, it's a small world, funnily enough, uh, doing a bit of research, as, as we like to do, you know, Monty, we're, we're professionals, uh, doing a bit of research about Ryan Parsons. Turns out he played for Parkside in 2015 down in the Vaffa, Div 4 Vaffa, and that's exactly where I was in 2015. I was playing for the Canterbury Cobras in Div 4 Vaffa and uh, would have lined up against him. Through, uh, through the season, which is an incredible coincidence <laughs> that I'm out here calling the man now. Uh, we actually knocked them off in the Premiership, so I won't talk, <laughs> about it, talk about it too much. It was a great year, Premierships for the ones and the twos. But let's move past that because we've got plenty to talk about today. Uh, big ins and outs for Ellen Baker, especially Michael Urey. Uh, no more for the fact that his brother, Chris Urey, plays for the other side. Yes. It's, we could have had a battle of the brothers. Uh, unfortunately... This, uh, this Achilles issue has done a Mackay. He's mm-hmm. done a Mackay on him. Yeah. And uh, we won't see so the brothers team, uh, well, come up against each other. Of course, Chris Veneerum and, uh, and Michael for Ellenbank. But look, it's still going to be an absolutely fantastic game. Both players who uh, would, be, would be missed if they were both out. But Chris will certainly be putting up the socks for Neerum. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, they're, they're looking dangerous. Who do you, who do you, who do you think are going to win today? Well, in the preliminary final last year, Neerum South were victorious by just eight points and in that game at three-quarter time they were actually up by 28 at three-quarter time mm. so a late charge or a late scare for Allen Bank but near him south at the moment two and one they just had the bye and Allen Bank is sitting three and oh I think it's hard to go past the home side today but I wouldn't be surprised if there was a bit of an upset near him south getting over the line but I'll stick with Allen Bank. Well I tell you what both of us are sort of hoping that the conditions don't destroy the chance mm-hmm. of having a shootout because if you look at the top 10 
goal kickers so far in the season. We have Sean Phelan for Ellen Bank, number one. Bang, he's already kicked 15 yes. for the season. Lockie Bainbridge at number three for Neerham. He's on 12. Uh, also looking at Jed Sarong, who we loved yes. calling, and yeah. Braden McEwen at two and four. We loved calling for Longworry last week. But we also have jo- Jackson Notman on 10 at seven for Ellen Bank and Luke Kinder for Neerham at number eight. Now, outside of that, rather, well, let's say unjustly so, would be Tommy Kroll for Neerham, who ke- who's kicked seven goals this season, which puts him sort of in contention, but he did miss round two, and he's had the bye. So mm-hmm. really, Tom Kroll for Neerham should be in there. So Neerham, th- potentially, three top ten goal kickers of the league could be out there playing today. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a big ask for Allen Bank. It certainly is. And Allen Bank have shaped up well, early this season as well, of course, 3 0, and they've been 81 point margin, 64 point loss against Bournemouth, but then they bounced back with an 81 point win again against Nyora, and then last week, 63 point winners against Puong. Puong, last two weeks, they've had to face these two sides, and 102 points, and then 63 on back to back weeks. So it's clear the standard is high for both these sides, and yeah, it's looking to be a really interesting battle. We do see both teams coming out to their positions now on this, uh, well we did mention the curve already on this field but it is, uh, it is, it's like seeing players standing on top of a mountain when they're, on e- when they're in the uh, centre square, there's plenty of uh, downward slope on either side which potentially, look, we, we talked about how firm the ground is and that, mm-hmm. that's probably the reason to be honest, yeah. everyone loves a ground with good drainage and I think everyone has also played in horrible paddocks with, uh, with puddles <laughs> all over the forward and the back line. So I think when it comes to, uh, when it comes to grounds, I think everyone would rather a, gra- a ground like this, this beautiful spot amongst the pines, uh, expect, if you had the choice. Apologies. Expect plenty of stoppages today. Obviously, yeah. the, not, not a rundown field at all, but plenty of mud, which tends to hold the footy up, of course, in, the tr- in its tracks. So plenty of stoppages today. It's all about the hard ball the contested ball, and we're nearly set and ready to go, but our pre-game coverage, of course, for SJD Law for professional legal advice and assistance nearly underway as we see a bit of sportsmanship early on. Not sure whether or not tensions will fly later on in the day, but a good rivalry in the last oh, yeah. couple of seasons. Just, just Nick Pratt and Aidan Ram. Probably, probably, honestly, one of the best wingers I've seen so far this year for Nero, Aidan Ram. Mm-hmm. Just yes. uh, on the wing, just shaking hands and letting each other know that there's going to be no quarter given in what is, as you mentioned, going to be a very tight and inside tussle between the two teams. All right. Umpire picks up the ball. Both sides ready to go at it. Just wait for the timekeepers. There we go. Outstanding. And it is time to get going. Let's get down to business. Johnson in the ruck against Kulas. The ball comes down and it's cleared by Neerham. Going up into the forward line. It takes a couple of bounces. Hits the ground. And there is that man, Stringer, with a good tackle on one of the Neerham forwards. They've come to the ball. Oh, the umpire's actually paid a free kick for holding the ball to Stringer. And the ball comes out to the wing to Jackson Notman. Notman drives it inside, takes the game on and sliding down. Wasn't paid the mark for Allen Bank. And now the chance to clear it for Nearham South. Mark taken at the wing in the hands of Thomas Kroll. He can assess the field ahead. Hits up half forward, a genuine two-on-two. Now they spread out. The roving crumb falls to Yuri, who gets it into the forward pocket. But there's... No one really in sight. It will spill over the boundary line and we'll have a boundary throw in. 
Yeah, it looks like that ball just sprayed off the side of the boot, as it's going to do, no doubt, today, although we can hope that it is not raining at the moment. We hope that the rain does manage to hold off. Maybe a vain hope, Dill, but <laughs> we'll, we'll stick to it all the same. Ball comes in once again. Johnson in the ruck. Oh, it's come out. Ellen Bank have the sit. It's come to the ground. Chased by Ellen Bank. Paddled towards the boundary line. And it's gone out into the other pocket. Taken over by Ellen Bank. Inside Ford 50. Fort Neerham pressing hard. And I don't think we're going to see too much, uh, as I said, fast movement today. The ball will be very slick. Well, again, if the rain can hold off, that would be appreciated. Ball comes in. Morrow in there for Neerham. Ball comes out. Lock it. Through hands, through feet, through everything. It's just skidding around. Ooh, taken high potentially, Kinder. No, the umpire says, I'll hold it up and throw it up. A couple of minutes in on Saturday afternoon football. The home side, Allen Banking, it's near him south on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. And we'll have a boundary throw in as it trickles over the line. Still at half forward for near him south. And we'll have a rock battle in a moment's. The rain beginning to slightly drizzle across the wing. Ball thrown back in. Tap from the Ruckman for near him south. The numbers multiply on the Allen Bank player who was engulfed by the tackle. It's holding the ball. So about 50 metres out. They'll have a shot. Appears to be Chris Urie again. No, in fact, it's Isaac Fuller. He'll take the shot this time. Looks eager to give it off at the moment. Distance could be a challenge. It sprays off the right of the boot. It's a wide foot in a mark. There was a player camped underneath, but instead, the Allen Bank player did well to intervene, take the mark, hand pass given off, and now they move it quickly to the wing where Daniel Pratt is. And he takes off with haste. Further down the wing for Ashley Scott, who can turn and go. Quick little brush off of the player ahead of him, and he kicks it directly into the arms of Matthew Edwards, patiently waiting for near him Ooh. south. And... Umpire's paid 50 metres here. It is a 50-metre penalty. Edwards is going to be big this, uh, this day. He's uh, one of the big defenders for Neerham South. He's probably going to get the job on someone like Phelan, but he actually managed to run off him there as he sends it forward into the forward line. Oh, beautiful mark. Sitting under it for Neerham. Uh, pardon me, sitting into that for Ellen Bank. I think that might have been Notman. The ball goes wide now. The Eagles looking to work it to the wings. Oh, great intercept mark from Tommy Muir for Neerham. And the ball's going to come back into forward 50 for the Cats. Oh, nice little hit-up kick. Oh, just chopped off. Well done by the big ruckman, Tom Johnson, going back with the flight, getting in front of Tommy Kroll. And he's managed to clear it. He goes wide, looking for Atherton. And Atherton can't hold on. That's gone out of bounds. And we'll have a throw-in. Of course, the coverage today with thanks to the Warrigal Downtowner and Harvey Norman 130. Just got a handle on the game at the moment to Nearham South. Allen Bank holding up well in defence, but Nearham South continue to attack. Neither Ruckman got a piece of it. Harper, the captain for Allen Bank, spreads it out to the wing. Diving is Keegan Botts who takes the mark. And centre wing is... Players start to flow forward, takes the short option on. It was cut off, Mark not paid, and we'll have a ball up on the wing again. I think I jinxed it, Monty. I said <laughs> that the rain might stay away, and it has immediately started coming down <laughs> in, a, in alacrity. Ball thrown back in. 
Tap comes down, still remains ajar, and now near him south, able to gather possession, a chain of handballs which works, and now it'll get to half forward. There's only four players inside the forward line, and two work together for near him south, and streaming into the open goal is Luke Kender, who adds another to his overall tally, and near him south start off the day with a bang. That was outstanding by Tommy Kroll, I think, coming out of the goal square. Instead of taking possession of it, or rather trying to in these really wet conditions, he tapped it to the man who had actually gone under the ball, which was Kinder running through, went straight past uh, the Ellenbeck defender in Zach Holton, and he's just blazed through into the goal square. And the first six points on the board for our Scott and Staff scoreboard. I'll tell you what, I know we have a Yarrigan's award-winning hotel goal of the day contender, but that's a teamwork of the day contender. That's a it, sensible yeah. tap forward, and it allowed Kinder to kick his first of the day. I, uh, I don't think it might be a bit, of a, a bit of a low number of goals to be giving to the Yarrigan hotel goal of the day, but we'll go with what we've got. <laughs> the ball comes down now. Johnson fighting in the ruck against Coolis. Ball comes out. Taken by Blakey, but he is brought down. Holding the ball, says the umpire. Ellen Bank want to take it fast, but the umpire calls him back. Scott with the ball now. Just on centre wing. Pavilion side goes inside looking for Harper, the captain slash coach for the Eagles. He blasts it into the forward 50. Looking for somebody. Oh, big fly from the defender Edwards from near and gets a big fist to it. But it looks like it's going to come back in. No, it is indeed picked up by Neerham, who managed to get it onto the boot. Blakey's near it. So is Yuri. The ball goes out of bounds on the far side wing. And we'll have a ball in. So if you've just joined us, Luke Kinder with the opening goal of the match. Neerham South, one straight six. And the home side, Allen Bank, yet to score on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Ball thrown back in on the wing. In the ruck for Allen Bank, Johnson gets the hand pass out. Harper in the middle of the ground, cuts it through the corridor. It's intercepted at centre-half back for near him south. Plenty of options to select, although they all had an opponent attached to them. Ashley Lockett's at half-back, and he'll kick it to the wing where the ball up just was. It's a quick movement for near him south. Morrow wanted it. And they go deep into the forward 50 where Kinder's lurking, but it spills down to Bambridge. Can't quite pick it up. It's a difficult ball to get possession of at ground level. We'll have a ball up inside Neerham's forward half. Kroll's been busy early. He's been throwing himself into the contest, and even when the ball hasn't been going to him, he's been trying to put least hands on it. The ball comes out, one well, farthing with the clearance for Ellenbank, but only gets as far as Tom Gill for Neerham who takes the intercept mark. He goes quickly into the middle of the ground, near him trying to go forward, but ably chopped off by Harper. And a great intercept mark from him. Ellenbank go nice and quick, and here they are going along the wing. They have time, they have space, they have a two-on-one up the ground. That's exactly where they go. Edwards looking with a big fly. Gets a good fist, but the umpire instead has paid a free kick against the forward for Ellenbank, Simon Phelan. Dreadlocks bouncing around in the excessive amounts of rain that are coming down now. The ball goes to Edwards, and he clears it to the far wing. And over the line she goes. We'll have a ball up. Yep, Sean Phelan, six against Puwong in their last matchup. But you said the Dreadlocks will have to maintain good condition after today with all the rain wreaking havoc on them. 
Well, we thought Edwards would actually go to Phelan, but looks like he's playing loose man, ready to go third man up. And I think Christopher Charles for Neerham is instead, instead got the uh, shutdown job on Phelan. Nearly halfway into this opening quarter, a punch forward for Alan Bank at least. It was backwards in order to go forward, but Neerham South nearly stole possession. Another scrum, Alan Bank able to clear it. Not a lot of meterage into it, but then carving away through was David Miller, who tapped it forward, spills loose again. Here, Alan Bank go. A torpedo with plenty of meterage on it into the forward half. Feeling comes up to the footy. He dropped it, but he was able to regather. He trickles it along the forward half. Didn't quite go out of bounds, so Bott was able to flush it to half back, and they had plenty of numbers swarming. Did near him south. One takes the mark at the wing. Both teams going very fast, really just trying to get the ball forward. But they're still doing a chip style of play, both teams. It's great as we see the ball move into the Nearham South forward line, but it is chopped off. And now Ellenbank have a chance to get a... Ooh, that is a dangerous kick, but it's well marked by Notman, who now has a chance to go. Oh, but he's kicked that straight down the throat of Stringer for Nearham, who's marked on the close side wing. Now the ball will come straight back into the forward line. Looking for Kroll. Oh, big fly for Neerham. And now a shot will be taken. Oh, is the umpire calling something? No, no, he's not. The ball will be coming straight towards the goals from Tommy Muir for Neerham. A big contested mark in wet conditions. A beautiful mark over his head. And he's when he's kicking from about bang on 50. With about a 45-degree angle. Muir comes in now. Nice and slow. Hopefully he can just drop it straight onto his boot. He goes around. He's got a bit of connection on it. Is it going to go far enough? No, it drops short and well hit uh, uh, over the line by Smith for Ellen Bank. Around the grounds in the West Gippsland League in Block Congwax, 7-2-44. Garfield, one straight sixes. Play about to get back underway for Ellen Bank from full back to the wing. Main target was Ryan Atherton who flies for it. Jackson Notman in the end claims the mark. Held it to himself in the west. Now he's got outlets everywhere, but he kicked it directly into Ashley Lockett's hand for Neerham. There's stagnation upfield, so he takes the short option on. And now it's Lachlan Guy ambling forward, and he had no real target in mind in the forward 50 either. Parsons, Goody's man, gets back to take the mark. <laughs> Parsons just drops one off short. Alan Bank hoping to get out of their back line and transition it smoothly. Roland Smith at half-back. Parsons relocates. Takes the mark on the arc at 50 in the defensive end for the Allen Bank Eagles. It's 1-1-7 Neerham South, and Allen Bank yet to score, and that kick punched out of there by Neerham. The numbers multiplying on the Allen Bank player caught up in the tackle. will have the ball up. Really shouldn't sell Parsons short by relating him to me. <laughs> he's actually he's had a ripping start to the season. He's in the best every game so far for the Rezies. He's cooked four for round, in round two against Nyora and three against Puong. So they've called him up as we see Ellenbank trying to go forward. It comes to the wing. Chopped off for Neerham by Blakey, who gets it through hands, but it's slipped through everybody, and it has gone out of bounds on the scoreboard wing. Speaking of the scoreboard, Ellenbank still 0-0-0. Neerham <laughs> South, one goal, one seven on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. To sell your livestock or to sell your home, get on to Alex Scott and Staff. The ball comes in, hit down by Coolis. Goes through hands again, fighting after it is Notman. But the ball has gone out. No, we'll have a free kick instead. Going the way of Tom Johnson. 
All the broadcast today is brought to you by Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. For all your computer and electrical needs, make sure you drop into Harvey Norman. And, of course, our friends at the Warrigal Downtowner. As Ellenbank look to go in forward 50 now. Just put a big boot into it. It's bouncing towards goal, but only as far as Edwards, who's managed to get back. A nice little dinky kick off the ground. Gets himself out of trouble. And now near him, well, they're out of trouble, but they've worked their way into trouble. And, and Ellenbank have chopped it straight back off. A great intercept mark by Scott, who goes forward. The ball comes out. Well done by Charles. Back to Edward. The ball now with Neerham. Stringer gets it. Nice little dinky inside kick. Goes down the line through hands of Guy. Well di disposed of. Ellenbank with the ball now. Going forward, Charles trying to get a boot to it, but it goes straight through hands. Ellenbank have the numbers now. Looking for... Oh, just through the hands of Bott. And now Edwards with it again. Ball comes only as far as Joyce. And Joyce goes into the middle of the ground now. Joyce laterally, centre-half forward. The Eagles possess the footy at the moment. Another inside 50. Phelan camped underneath. He wasn't at the front. And Neerham gave access to their defenders. But it's right back in harm's way. Making a way out for Allen Bank. Batista off to Parsons. And he hits the post. Alan Bank opened their account with a minor score. That was a beautiful bit of play, Monty. It was. That was, uh, in, in wet weather, just a nice little handball chain to the man running through the middle of the ground, and that's about to come straight back. That's fallen into the hands of Jacob Walker. He, go, he takes a couple of run now. He's gone into the goal square. Edwards fighting for it. Comes out the back. Who's Free kick. Oh, the umpire has paid a free kick. Which way is it going? Alan it's Banks. a holding. The Eagles with a free kick directly in front of goal. Geez, they're going to be loving that one in the wet deal. For sure. This should be... I oh know we don't like to curse, and the commentator's curse <laughs> is a real thing. Should be a certainty for Alan Bank. Keegan Boss lining up directly in front. Chips it home to tie the scores with five minutes remaining in the first quarter. It's one one seven apiece here at Allen Bank. Well, after most of the play was going Neerham's way... Ellenbank have just managed to steady and put together a good solid five minutes of pressure footy. Keep it in their forward 50 and making sure that, well, to be honest, they're mostly undersized forwards have had plenty of opportunities to get the ball on the ground and get it back towards goals. Phelan, while he hasn't been uh, overly prolific with his ball in hand, he's certainly been the target. But Bot just oh, taking most of his opportunity there in the goal square, getting the free kick, and I'll certainly take a goal. Yeah, they've taken the sting out of Neerham's run in the last couple of possessions of Allen Bank. And it's pretty evident because there's been more stoppages, Neerham's free-flowing game been nullified, and Allen Bank able to tie the scores. With about four minutes left in this opening quarter. Coolest in the ruck now. Looking to get it down. Also see Joyce in there. Ball goes up. Coolis wins the tap. Comes down through hands, through through feet as well. And Ellenbank come up with it, but only as far as Notman. Notman smacks it forward for Neerham. And now Ellenbank retain. Going towards the wing. We've got a two-on-one as the ball heads toward the boundary line. Trying to keep it in. Batista. No, that's gone out of bounds. We'll have a throw in about 20 metres from forward 50 for Ellenbank on the pavilion side. Directly in front of our broadcast box here at Allen Bank. 1-1-7 apiece. Good throw-in from that ball up, that, that boundary umpire. Plenty of length in the throw-in as well. The numbers with Allen Bank at ground level. 
And now Niram begin to swarm around, almost taking it off each other in the contest. And now there's a little chance forward for Pratt. He was in the best last week against Puwong. Feeling couldn't quite handle the mark and out of bounds. We'll have another boundary throw in, about 20 out from Alan Banks' goal. Funnily enough, they can take the lead here. They could, they could. And any score in a day like today is going to be worth its weight in gold or platinum or whatever the primary currency happens to be in whatever country you happen to be in. Ball comes in. Edwards fighting for it. Coolest there too. All feel and taking it off the ground, running straight into the big body of Cooper Clancy. And the umpire has paid a free kick for holding the ball. Interesting. Well, he did, he did I guess, kind of take on the tackler, but uh, he didn't have much time to stand up as we have Cooper Clancy now. Kicking the ball out from 50. He's gone straight down the middle of the ground to, well, a big bunch of Ellenbank players instead. And now the Eagles can go inside forward 50 again. Feeling, running, jumping. Oh, he's way underrun that. Oh, the umpire's paid a pushing out. That's, uh, <laughs> I didn't know telekinesis was something that was, that was available on the footy field. But Feeling, while managing to get plenty of separation from his player, has managed to get a free kick for it as well. So, looks like Feeling. Sean feeling that'd be for Ellen Bank will line up slight angle kicking from about 35 40 torrid conditions he comes in he's hit it nicely it looks like it's going straight over the umpire indicates that it has instead gone to the left and a minus score but the lead for the Ellen Bank Eagles one goal to eight plays one goal one seven on the Scott and Staff scoreboard of course, the Allen Bank Footy League for Harvey Norman. One thaggy on SEN for your computer and electrical needs. Near him spreading it to the far wing. A big fly over the top. Couldn't oh. quite mark it. Lachlan Guy at ground level fetching it himself. One of the Eagles who was dispossessed. It's holding the ball. And now near him now with a quality opportunity to head forward. Providing the lead. And half forward for Neerham was Bambridge, but they ignored him. And now he'll have to double back. Jones flew and gave away the free kick to the Eagles at half back. I was talking to a guy actually prior to the game. He's back in the side this week. He's a long-time Neerham player, really top junior player who's just come into the seniors in the last couple of years. Hasn't played since round one, but he was, uh, he was bullish. He was very excited to be back in the side. So 19 and a half minutes through this opening quarter. It's 1-2-8 to 1-1-7. Allen Bank lead it. And sitting under it, able to reel it in for Allen Bank. Thomas Johnson. But he's given away the free kick. And near him are about 65 out from goal. Reluctant to actually give up the footy there was Thomas Johnson. Not sure what that was for. So Tyson Morrow, prolific goal kicker. Looks to set up a teammate. It's not the initial target. Bowled over the pack and then spilled into the diving arms of a forward for Neerham. And they'll have the opportunity now from about 40 metres out to have a shot at goal. Jeremiah Jones. Difficult kick for a right footer. It's going to take some sort of effort to, uh, to kick it from here. Monty Jones comes in. Going to be kicking from about 50. Close up against the boundary. Oh, he's put an absolute boot into that. Distance, no way a problem, but that has gone right. Geez, on a cold day, that was a fantastic kick from Jones. He's got a leg on him and a half. Just waiting for the ball to come back from the car park. As I said, distance, not the problem for Jones. He's put that into the second row of cars, almost into the netball court. 
And we're just waiting for it to return. Ellen Bank trying to go against the run of play here. It's been a seesawing affair so far in the first quarter as we look like it's into time on. Siren, no doubt, soon to go. Ellen Bank now clearing to the wing. Goes through hands. Lucky guys there for Neerham. Ball goes through. Oh, the Ruckman Johnson off the ground. And the umpire has paid a kicking in danger. Second free kick against Johnson. He's going to be worrying what he's done wrong. And here is Guy now with the mark just outside Ford 50. He wheels and goes. Looking for Kroll. Got a bit of a run at it. Ball goes through hands. Holton is there. Ford Ellenbank. The ball's held up and we'll have a ball up just outside the goal square for Neerham. High throw up, taking it out of the ruck himself. Kroll edging it forward and then from an impossible angle, nearly snapping it home was Bambridge. Across the face of goal instead. And we'll have a boundary throw in. One, two apiece. 17, well, in fact, 22 minutes into this opening quarter. Ball to be thrown in about 20 metres out from the away side's goal. Scores at a deadlock, just waiting at the moment for the footy to be retrieved, potentially, over the lines. But I've got a feeling it won't be the first time we've seen, we'll see Jeremiah Jones today. I know he just missed the goal before Goody, but 26 goals in nine games last year for Yola in the Darwin Football Association. Three goals in their winning grand final over Queenstown. So Solid return. Good pick up for Neeran. Ball thrown back in. Taken out of the ruck for Allen Bank. No numbers nearby. Now one does bypass. And the ball is at a deadlock at the moment. And the umpire will finally call the ball up. So about 35 metres out from Neerham's goal. Well, lucky Guy is actually sitting with plenty of space almost directly in front of goal. No one's on him. If Neerham can get it to him, Allen Bank will be in trouble. And the umpire has actually paid a free kick out of the throw-in. I think maybe once again against Tommy Johnson. He's having a rough trot in this first quarter. And Neerham are going to be have a shot on goal. Looks like it is Tommy Kroll. He'll be kicking from against the boundary line. Almost actually the same spot that Jones was kicking from. But about 10 metres shorter. So the sharpshooter for the Cats comes in to give them the lead in this first quarter. He's got onto it. It's looking good. Umpire's not really moving. And he's nailed it. A beautiful kick from Tommy Kroll. And that has given the lead to Neerham South in this first quarter. Well done from Kroll from a free kick. And a ball in, taking advantage of that opportunity, which, Monty, as we said, you've got to do in a putrid day like this. Grey clouds, <laughs> rain, mud. Yep. I tell you what, if you see any players by quarter time with no mud on their legs, you know exactly the sort of foot that they've been playing. <laughs> yeah. For sure, yeah. That's the ascendancy they were after in the last couple of minutes. Near them. After having it taken back off them in the opening minutes, they've been able to wrestle it back and a six-point lead has opened for Near them. Still a couple of minutes to play in this opening quarter. Kroll with Near them's second goal. Big tap out of the ruck for Allen Bank and then illegally dragged down as the midfielder for the Eagles. So they'll be able to progress through the corridor or out wide if he selects, which he does. He's got one option, another leading back, but a big set of knuckles for Neerham in defence, able to force it over the line just in front of us at the commentary box. 
Beautifully played by Matthew Edwards, who's been the big target in defence for Neerham. Been holding his own, only allowed one goal. Well, Edwards has... Uh He's playing loose man, essentially. I don't know mm. what Ellen Bank are doing. Maybe they've got a loose man back as well. Well, it looks like it's gone straight down to him behind the... Uh, oh, that is a very dangerous kick in the middle of the ground. But the umpire oh, no, has paid a free kick to Parsons, who almost took the mark. Today's broadcast, of course, thank you to Harvey Norman, one thaggy, and the Warrigal downtown as the ball moves into forward 50 for Ellen Bank. In fact, just outside with the ball now is Batista. He goes to centre at Phelan. At the back, Bott with a big fly, but it goes through hands. Phelan picks up, goes to the boundary line. Oh, just off. Hands, and that has spilled out into the pocket, chased out by Johnston for Neerham. We'll have a ball in deep into the pocket. Ellenbank Eagles now pressing, looking to get another goal and even up the scores before quarter time. Ball thrown back in. Big punch out of the ruck from Johnson for Allen Bank. Clearing little dinky kick from Johnston this time. And, oh, jeez, crashing through was Thomas Johnson for Allen Bank. Nearly took his teammate's head off, in fact. Bryce Joyce, play continues and ensuing that little scuffle. The ball smothered at half forward or half back and transformed quickly either way. Feeling sprinting back towards the wing and he turned over the footy as well near him can't quite pick it up cleanly at ground level now it's the eagles turn a three on one in defense and they've got the numbers here to keep it alive anderson turned right into the tackle hand passed it to his teammate who was caught up in another tackle but a free kick has been paid we could settle down for a moment the eagles have it at center wing they trail it by six just over a minute to play in this opening quarter. A big rise in the pack. Johnson was also amongst it. The toe poke in defence for Neerham. Gets it through the centre and then Olsen came on through. Had no teammates in sight. Neerham trying to play it forward. They slap it back. And now it's under Rams control and he gets it to half forward. Ooh. A big lunge from Morrow. And a free kick the way of Allen Bank. Yeah, he took out the man just underneath the ball there, did Morrow. And Ellenbank with the free kick now on the far side wing. Looking to move it up the ground. That's exactly where they go. They don't go centre. They instead go along the wind. Bot was underneath it, but it's gone straight through hands. Chasing after it is Johnson. Neerham managed to collect it on the ground. Get it out to Blakey, but it instead comes out to the Eagles. Bot with it now. And the umpire has instead paid a free kick. And Johnston for Neerham will take the kick just inside defensive 50. He's just uh, shaking his head a little. Got his bell rung a touch from that tackle. He decides to go up the wing to a big conglomerate of players. Fly, oh, huge fly from Jones. Completely missed it, though, and he's given away the free kick. He's also managed to clean up an Eagles player who is slow to get up. The umpire has just called to uh, slow up the play. It looks like Anderson was... It's a stepladder for Jones in that one, but it wasn't just a stepladder. It was someone who happened to be flying forwards as well as upwards. As the siren goes for quarter time, near and south with the lead. Two goals, two goals, two, 14 against Ellenbank, the home side. One goal to eight. Six points to lead on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. And we'll be right back after this. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. 
Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League match of the day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Warren now near him south, able to gather possession, a chain of handballs which works, and streaming into the open goal is Luke Kender. And near him south, start off the day with a bang. Keegan Boss lining up directly in front, chips it home to tie the scores with five minutes remaining in the first quarter. And Niram are going to be have a shot on goal. Looks like it is Tommy Kroll, the sharpshooter for the Cats. And he's nailed it. A beautiful kick from Tommy Kroll. The Ellenbank and Districts Football and Netball League match of the day is where you are on SEN Track 91.9 across the Latrobe. Robbie Goodwin here with you. Dylan Beaumont sitting alongside me. It's a good game so far. One goal, two from Ellenbank as trail near him south. Two goals, two fourteen on the Alex Cotton staff scoreboard. How do you see the game rolling out so far, Dill? Yeah, well, goal for goal, obviously just the three goals kicked. But Luke Kinder with the opening goal because of a oh, the teammates set him up perfectly, just a smart little mm. shovel on, and then into the open goal. Keegan Bott replied for Allenbank, and then Thomas Kroll from a set shot. So it's really difficult to to ascertain where this game is going in the future. It's been an arm wrestle, one quarter down. It's a six-point lead, but Allen Bank took control, I thought, for about 60 70% of the quarter after the opening few minutes. They certainly had plenty of play, but I've got to say the Eagles are going to have to do something about big Matt Edwards mm. down back yes. for Neerham because pretty much any time the ball has gone down there, he's been loose and he's been either putting a fist into it Hasn't really taken many intercept marks, but he's basically basically stopped the ball coming in clean, uh, which has just been an absolute pain for the relatively undersized Eagles forwards. Uh, Now, nobody is really manning up on him. He seems to be, even for this beginning of the quarter, seems to be sitting fairly loose off his man. And unless they can really lock him down and stop him just being that third man up, looks like he's going to have trouble. Here we go. Second quarter at Ellenbank. About to start. Ball goes up. Flying is Tom Johnson for Ellenbank. The ball comes out, but it's Neerham who managed to clear it forward. Beautiful mark. Well bodied by the defender for Ellenbank. Holton. He goes wide towards the wing. Pratt now for Ellenbank. And now Harper going forward. But that's chopped off by Guy, who looked to try and play on. Held up by Notman. Now Guy goes back to Harper, but ball goes off hands and out of bounds. About 20 metres outside of Neerham's forward half. Kroll seeing it over. We'll have a ball up. Sorry, pardon me. We'll have a throw in. <laughs> Bit of more to say the same. <laughs> of course, on SCN for Harvey Norman, one thaggy for your computer and electrical needs in the opening minute of this second quarter. Another beautiful throw in from that boundary umpire. <laughs> and the ball dislodged from the pack. And they're momentarily back in. A whistle, surely inevitable. Yep. And half forward. As we said in the pregame show, plenty of those to be seen today. Muddy pitch, but it's definitely playing quite well for either side. And quick movement for Nearham South. They interchange through hands in the pack. A little chip out for the Eagles, closer to the boundary line. Running out of real estate. Uh, stays infield, but will have a ball up instead. Good tackle from Morrow, forcing another stoppage. Looks like there is a man on Edwards, further up the ground. Free kick. Umpire's paid a free kick for holding the man. Johnson finally getting one, yes. rather than giving yes. one away. Good start to the second quarter from the Ruckman for Ellenbank. The ball goes through hands. Guys there again. 
But now he has run the ball out of bounds and we'll have another throw in just to the left of the benches this time on the pavilion side wing on a rather nasty day here at Ellendang. But thankfully, a beautiful crowd amongst the pines just south of Warrigal. Ball thrown in. Johnson once again coming against Kulas. Both of them doing the majority of rucks today. The ball comes down. Joyce for Ellendang manages to get it out, but it only goes to ground. Back to Joyce. Oh, thrown to Pratt, who's taken down without the ball. Morrow gets into it, clears it forward, but comes off hands, and the ball will once again come off Kroll's hands and go out of bounds. Let's go around the ground still. What have you got? In the AFL, the Cats lead the Crows by two points at quarter time at GMHBA, 2-6 to 2-4, and the Tigers, after trailing by two goals early, have got a 10-point lead over the Eagles, 4-8-32 to 3-4-22. West Gippsland scores coming up shortly. How's my boy Timmy doing? I think he's doing well. Timmy Taranto is doing okay. <laughs> we do have some scores from the West Gippie League, also covered here on SEN Track. At quarter time, Phillip Island, zero goals, three. Nanagoon, zero goals, two. Sounds and like similar conditions out in the West Gippie League, as we have here in the Ellen Banker Districts Football and Netball League. Ball thrown in, another ball in, just in front of the benches here on the pavilion side wing. The tap won by Coolis, brings it to ground. Chased. Walker. But he's taken it out of bounds as well. I think that's number six in quick succession. Lots of ball-ins, lot lots of taps. And our producer Sam Watson in the seniors leading Kui Rupp by 10 points. Kilcunder Bass, 6 3 Rupp, 4 5 Good return to form from him. <laughs> so ball back in, a chaotic one forward for Neerham. Just over the head of the forward who was... Camped underneath, and now the ball won at ground level for the Eagles. Near him, quick to intervene. A clearing kick. Didn't get very far. Still in a dangerous place for them. To the opposite side wing, a two-on-one. Entering the scene for the Eagles, and now they venture forward. And in defence, the mark taken by Tom Gill for Near him. They can steady the ship from here. It was initially well played from Jay Carper, the captain coach. And, geez, I'm not sure what happened there. Will O'Brien maybe preempted something different. The ball nearly hit him in the face. Fuller across the wing. Getting it to half forward length in the kick, but directly in the hands of Holton for Alan Bank at half back. Analyzing all the options ahead. Can take on Bryce Joyce through the midfield. Instead goes directly to the wing. A free kick for his teammates. And Liam Anderson, who's been productive early. And now where to? To half forward. Big lead coming from Phelan. Drops down to ground level. Crashing on through was the captain coach, as we spoke of. Bot watches on and holding the ball. So caught up and it was Jake Harper. He was tackled down to ground. Near him with a chance to rebound off half back into the wing. Ball heads to the wing. Near him looking for Notman, who's just beaten in the contest there. A big fist coming from Miller and the Eagles. And that will go out of bounds once again. But on the scoreboard side of the field. Broadcast today, brought to you by Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. And Warrigal's best bar and bistro, the Warrigal Downtowner, as the ball is thrown in. Johnson tries to win the tap, but Coolis gets it out the back instead. And now Neerham go forward. Ball comes out. Muir chases, but he can't hold on. Out of bounds once again. Slightly outside of Ford 50 for Neerham. As the Cats truck their way slowly, slowly, slowly up the field. Only two players in forward 50 for Ellenbank. 
Phelan and his direct opponent, Charles. Nobody else is there. Everyone else has pushed up. And Edwards, once again, playing the loose man in defence. As we see the ball come out, Pratt thrown off it without the ball. Umpire says play on. Picked up near him. Go to the ball. Go to the goal square now. It's a two-on-two. Comes to ground. Blakey gets one high. Ball keeps going. On the ground. Tackled as Pratt. And the umpire says ball up. 20 metres out from Nearham South's goals. Here we go. Ball up. Johnson wins the tap. Just hurls it, trying to get it out of there deep. Comes out. Pratt with the ball once again. Comes out, but only as far as Yuri. He's got time. He sets up a nice little chip kick. Kroll at the back. Goes through hands. Ellenbank trying to get a hold of it, trying to get it out. Almost goes out of bounds, but they managed to keep it in, in fact. And instead, it's cleared by Harper, who's been prolific all the way through this game. And now Ellenbank have a bit of space. Off the side of the boot it comes, but it does come at least to the wing. And now the Cats can reload. And they do lock it from a standing start directly into the man on the mark. Two on two, even numbers. Allenbank win the contest. And now they'll change it up. They'll switch it to the upper side wing. They'll put the responsibilities on Phelan, who's wearing his opponent like a glove. In fact, it might have been the opposite. And happy to take it in the tackle was Christopher Charles, who played well in defence. We've got a ball up. And in the overall scheme of things, it's probably a must win for Allenbank. Longwari playing Puwong and Trafalgar playing Niora. So Allenbank to win and keep their second position alive. As the kick from Neerham's Isaac Foy is smothered out of bounds. But percentage at an all-time high for Allenbank at the moment. 182.56 before today. And, of course, Bourne Bourne sitting comfortably on the top of the ladder. No around the ground scores, unfortunately, at the moment for the Allenbank League. Big tackle. And in the pack, another brutal bump from Johnson. Neerham have to maintain their composure and poise here. Almost dragged it into the pack. Johnson with another flying hand pass for Allenbank. It's still etched in their forward half, and now it's cleared out of defence for Neerham towards the boundary line and over, and the umpire will call for a throw-in. Clancy just tossing his body around there, trying to get some sort of movement from the rest of his team. But now we'll have a throw-in just outside forward 50 for the Cats. Once again, Coolis and Johnson fight for it. Johnson works Coolis under the ball, goes absolutely through hands. Farthing there for the Cats. And it looks like Farthing is going to get the free kick. He was infringed upon by Parsons. And he goes to the wing. Beautiful cut mark there from Clancy. Hemmed up against it. Harper on the mark. Clancy just trying to get it down the wing. He's looking inside. And that's where he goes. Nice little dinky kick, but it's just gone straight over the head of Walker. And Ellenbank can manage to get it forward now. Oh, but it's come off oh. hands. <laughs> Big flying scorpion kick. From Parsons. Ellenbank still managed to retain it though, and now they go forward. Phelan's not there, but Edwards has plenty of space that's gone past him and it's ended up in the deep pocket for Ellenbank. Unfortunately, just no one there at home after Phelan pushed pretty far up the ground. 2 2 plays 1 2 on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Alex Scott and Staff to sell your livestock or sell your home. Boundary throw in coming up now in the forward half. For the home side, the Eagles. Ominous signs early in this Ooh. second quarter. It's out in the full. They hit a bumper on the way through. So a shot sure coming he, up. Not even sure he kicked that. For the Which Eagles. team? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the Eagles kick. Phelan, the man to take the kick. 
15 goals in four games early this season. Oh, no, they've given it to somebody else. And they wheel around. It's bending back towards goal. Oh. Does it have the shape? No, he's just missed to the near side. So even amount of scoring shots, it's now 1-3 to 2-2. That was fantastic by Nodman. That looked like he had that. That was a stunning snap. Ten minutes into the second quarter, the away side by five points. Near him south now, working it out straight down the middle of the ground. Looking for Bain. He flies, comes down instead to Stringer. He's tackled. Elmay pick it up. Players congest. Umpire says, give it to me. I'll throw it up. Johnson, you know, we are making comments earlier about uh, the level of mud and how much it means you're actually playing. Well, Johnson, we cannot actually see his number anymore. <laughs> I mean, we know it's him, but uh, he's almost head to toe, already completely covered in mud, and it's not even half time yet. As we see Ellenbank receiving a 50-50 ball on the wing, looking to work it back into the middle of the ground. Paddled through hands. Smith gets... Oh, big hit on Farthing, but he manages to shake it off. Ellen Bank trying to fight for it. Comes out to Bain for Neerham, who just chips it up, looking for Ram. That's gone through hands, and now Ellen Bank regather. Cleared by Batista. Ball on the wing. Well done, Ellen Bank flying through, but Neerham get the clearance. Dinky kick. Looking for some forwards, anyone to get it forward, and that's exactly what happens. Just the boot put into it. The ball slides to half-forward flank for Neerham, but it's cleared by Pratt. The ball almost coming out. Oh, slipping over is Lyle. The ball staying on the ground, chasing his Miller for Allen Bank, and he manages to get it forward. Nye competing now as the ball goes through, and he's tackled without the ball. The umpire will say, throw it in. Guy just trying to get a free kick there, but... <laughs> But the ball will be thrown in. The broadcast, thank you to Warrigal Downtowner and Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Centre wing. Ball thrown back in. Favouring Johnson, who was jousting with his opponent in the ruck. And then a big tackle from Johnson laid on Morrow. He fished out the hand pass. Jones spun back into traffic. It ricocheted the wave near him off Bain's boot. And then Fuller had his say. And there's a big wrestle over the foot. He will have a ball up on the wing. Good tackle from Joyce. It's, uh, Fuller is uh, quite a, a couple of film more kilos than he does. <laughs> Just wrapped him up well. Johnson, number completely concealed, as we mentioned. Gets it forward, only briefly. Another ball up to come. 2-2, two, two, 14 near him south. 1-3 to Allenbank. Nearly 13 minutes in Alex Scotland's staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Caught high in the ruck was Johnson for Allen Bank. I think that might have evened up his tally now. And now he'll allocate it through the middle to Batista, who quickly spins and goes to half forward, wrestling in the air. Will O'Brien was fighting a couple of combatic moves, oh. in fact, and then charging through for near him south. A big spiral, rifling it to half forward on the opposite, opposite end of the field. Chris Urie, his brother not playing today. His teammate Bambridge brought down in the tackle. Lodged one forward, and it's marked in defence for Allen Bank. O'Brien with it now. Going up the wing. Beautiful, scything kick. Hits Lyle on the chest on the far wing. You don't see too many of those of the conditions we have today, although it has dried up a touch. Oh, Edwards, a massive fly with the old Nick Maxwell double fist when he could have marked it. Tried to get it out of bounds, but instead it flew straight down the throat of Keegan Bott for Ellenbank, who was tackled. 
And the umpire says we'll have a ball up on the far wing, closer to Ellenbank's forward 50. Coolis wins the tap, goes towards the boundary line. Bain with a big tackle. And we'll have a throw in after Batista was taken out of bounds. No, held inside of bounds. We'll have a throw up instead. Oh, Johnson wins the tap. It goes to his knees. The ball comes to ground. Players fighting after it, but a boot kicked in from Ellenbeck. Managing to keep it in. No. Looks like Pratt has run the ball out of bounds, but Ellenbeck managed to truck the ball up. We'll have a throw in just inside forward 50. Let's just go quickly around the grounds. Yep, Timmy Taranto's just kicked a goal. The Tigers up by nine at half time, and the Cats extend their margin to 14 over the Crows. Well, let's go to the Cats-Eagles game, which is right in front of us. Kulas again with the tap. I tell you what, these guys, boys are going to be very tired, Monty, by the time we get to half or even three-quarter time because yeah. the pretty much all the ruck contests have been Kulas and Johnson. Yeah. Neither of them taking a rest. It doesn't matter which end of the ball, end of the field that the ball is on. We did just see Johnson winning the tap, going straight down the throat of one of the Neeran players who's tackled. I think it's Bain. We'll have another throw. <laughs> Up the ball goes. One by Johnson. Through hands. Ellenbeck with it now. They manage to get it forward. Chasing to it is Bott. Edwards in front of him. Brings him to ground. Bott still wins it on the ground. Comes out. Oh, but near him too good. Oh, big, big shoulder from Phelan. Umpire deems it late. Is the umpire saying bring him back? No, he says play on. Guy with it now. Gets it forward. Oh, just dropped, unfortunately, by Banbridge. And Ellenbank can now go. They get it to the wing. Good fight. Ball goes to ground on the wing. Just outside, forward 50, Fort near him. The ball kicked forward by Muir. Managed to get it forward. Back to Muir. Muir goes from 40, but he has not collected that. And instead, it's gone straight down the throat of the defender. He had the goals directly in front of him. He also had Jeremiah Jones, who was free. And instead, he's kicked it to the defender for Ellenbank. Not the best result, Dill. Innovating contest today. Just one minor score, and then Alan Bank or near him south yet to score in this quarter. 16 minutes and counting on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Ball in the middle is won by near him south. Morrow takes it inside. Rising up for it was Bambridge. He can't get his mitts on it cleanly today, but he follows up with a tackle. He kicks it off to himself and over the line for a boundary throw in. About 45 metres out from their goal. An uneventful second term in terms of scoring but plenty of possession and disposals being amassed. Goody, it's, it's a question you ask what to do from here. Well, both teams are still doing a pretty good job playing to their, uh, playing to their game plan, it seems. I mean, neither one is, uh, is deviating from their chip and kick, even though the... Uh, just with a little alarm going there, that's fine, we'll turn that off. Uh, just with, just with a, you know, a bit of rain coming down, but they've still managed to get it forward when they needed to, as we see Edwards again collect with an intercept. Ellenbank need to do something about that man. He's just running absolute right. They can't get it past him in defence. Near him with the ball now, coming through the middle of the ground. Bain is spotted. He looked like he was free, but the ball goes over to head instead, and it's a two-on-one. Bain, good collect, but he is immediately hemmed in. Johnson steals it from him and gets it forward. Pratt with it now. Well picked up. Goes back to Johnson, who's in danger. Gets it to the ball, comes back. Pratt collects it off the rebound. And Johnson, I think, has got himself the free kick. Guy was coming hard at him like a steam train. Thankfully, he managed to get it off before he was crunched from behind. And Johnson, 
He's been involved in I don't know how many free kicks yeah. already, but yeah. he's done well for a big man. Guy. Oh, he's going to torp. Oh, and a big torp. He's gone to that one. It's going forward. Bot tries to go, but he slips over and ooh, he's hurt his shoulder as he hits the ground. Ball will play will continue around him. Ellen Bank with the ball. Spurts out. Batista with it now. Tries to keep it in. He's hemmed in by Clancy. And the ball taken out of bounds. A few players calling for a, out on the full. It looks like that's exactly what's been paid. So, Ellenbeck with the ball. About 20 metres out from forward 50. Pratt with it now. Who's he looking for? Looking for Bott, who's just down with a dodgy shoulder. He, oh, he gets two hands to it. And the umpire deems holding the man. So it looks like Bott is going to get the ball. He takes a nice quick one in forward and hits Johnson. About 35 metres out, slight angle, and Elmank will have a shot on goal. It's the first target we've seen. It cleanly yeah. hit for a few minutes, probably five or six, you'd suggest. Oh, it has dried up a touch. Johnson now, as I said about it, he's going to be kicking from about 40, marked at 35 metres out, slight angle. In he comes. Takes a couple of stutter steps. Looks like he's hit it oh, extremely well. Now, is it going left? No, the umpire said it's gone through. Ellenbanks celebrate, and they even up the score. No, they're a point ahead. Two goals, three, 15. Plays two goals, two, 14 on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. A beautiful kick from the Ruckman, who has been everywhere today. Well shown by the amount of mud that he's currently covering about 90% of the epidermis of his body. Well, he shouldn't have to be craning all the way down to pick no, up the footy, but he, he has been. He's been involved in every little contest. And as you said, he's going to be exhausted at halftime. Just needs to preserve and conserve the energy heading into the second half because he's at every contest at the moment. His gas tank has got some serious capacity well, to it. He's putting the team on his back. It reminds me of, uh, was it LeBron, Miami, game <laughs> six against Boston? I think was that 2015. Yes. Yeah. Just said, nah, come with me, boys. Multiple instances. Yep, I'll win it for you. As the ball goes up. Tapping into the ruck is Olsen. Johnson having a bit of a rest now. The ball goes through hands. The Eagles look like they're going to get the ball. But hemmed in by Bain. And we'll have a ball up. Putting his head over it. Well done, is Miller. Not exactly a guy with a lot of height or weight. But he put his head over it when he needed to. Coolest just worked under the ball by Olsen. Good ruck work there. And now Ellenbank with the clearance. The ball comes out to Pratt. He just oh, he had space. He had time, but he couldn't hold on. And the ball goes out of bounds. We'll have a throw-in on the scoreboard side. Today's broadcast, thanks to Warrigal Downtown, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. And if you need anything computer or electrical, which I you know you're into your electronics deal, head on down to Harvey Norman, one faggy. Centre wing, throw-in. Johnson wasn't actually in the contest this time. It was Coolis who took it out of the ruck himself. In the middle, bounce didn't really oblige for Kroll at the wait as it sat on its end, and Allen Bank able to tread forward lightly, turned over in the hand pass, falling to ground. Restrained was Aiden Ram, who kept it going. Allen Bank have the numbers, and they'll retreat for a moment. Holton lost the footy, back in the pack, and then scrubbed up. Pratt, Walker to half forward for Allen Bank, and the mark taken in defence. Johnson thought it was touched, so he laid a tackle after the whistle was blown. And it will be Neerham's ball at right half-back, Matthew Edwards. Who else would it be in defence? Quick transference, Muir to the opposite side. 
Switching it to the wing. It was a perilous kick. Stringer found some space to half forward now. <sighs> Bambridge attacked it with some severe pace. Kindart provided the protection. Bambridge now moving forward. Deep engagements. And the mark is taken by Chris Urey, who can go back and have a shot. Tucked up against the boundary line for Nearham South. And hopefully rope the lead back in for them. Just perfect body work there. Oh, Urey goes nice and fast from the boundary line with a snap. But he's pulled it to the left as a little bit more rain starts coming down. Just the one behind there. Evening up the score. Two goals, three, 15 apiece on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard out here at Ellenbank, Ellenbank pardon me, amongst the rather beautiful trees, at least keeping the wind away, if not the rain. Ellenbank clearing now out of the goal square. Coming to the centre, through hands, comes to Johnson at the back, who's again collecting on the bottom, looks for Bott, who goes to ground but manages to keep it in front of him, which is what everyone should do. The coach will no doubt be applauding that one. Gets out to Joyce. Joyce with the hands to Pratt. Pratt back inside to Johnson, who is everywhere. He managed to get it forward. Oh, well done. An intercept mark there from Niran and Stewart. Oh, he tries to play on, but he's brought down. Not really sure what he was thinking there, but the ball goes on. Phil and tries to pick it up. Goes inside. Niran with it now. Back to Fulham. Ellen Bank. A goal. Well done, Phil and... Just outside the goal square end, but it was all about the work rate. Providing the option in the middle of the field, getting the ball once it went to ground, and running into an open goal. Well done, Phelan. The lead now taken by the Ellenbank Eagles at home. 21 plays 15 on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Well done from the Eagles there, Dill. Two in a row for the Eagles. Johnston and now Phelan. And it's another lead change. Plenty of ties and lead changes in a low-scoring affair. 3-3, 21-2-3-15 on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Allen Bank Footy League on SCN for Warrigal Downtown. Warrigal's best bar and bistro and Harvey Norman one thaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Speaking of people who are dirty, Cooper Clancy for the Nearham South is sitting here on the bench. He's desperately trying to get onto the field and he is also covered head to toe. Yeah, and now he will. Lachlan Guile. Take a seat. Held up for the moment. And now the umpire jogs back to the middle. Could invest in a net. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but that's why country footy is that's so right. we well love it. We love it. You've got to get kids back there, man. You gotta get kids that's why kids come to the game. They've got to stand behind the goals and they've got to get the ball back. What also, else are they here for? Also, make sure you've got car insurance as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, ball up in the middle for the Eagles. Olsen in the ruck this time. Here is Clancy giving out the hand pass. And into the forward half they go. Yuri couldn't quite take the mark. Still put his body into the contest. And now he picks it up. Snaps on the left towards goal. There was a teammate. And now the numbers amassing for the Eagles, for the Cats, rather. The Eagles able to rush it through for a behind. Three on one there. Just couldn't. Could not complete. Really unfortunate there from Niram. Opportunity. No. Ball clears, but only as far as Guy. He's got a man inside. Ooh, chip quick. Oh, and now quickly, O'Brien. Ball goes forward. No, it's a goal to lock it. Well done. Niram against the run of play. Have managed to move it inside, and from 45, Lockett has punted the ball. Longer than anyone thought would be possible in these conditions. 
He's done extremely well, and the Cats hit back. I'm not sure who it was from fullback for Allen Bank, but the kick, it just set near him up perfectly. It was directly into their hands, and then also unguarded and unattended was Lockett on the mark and all by himself. So back to a one-point margin. In the ruck again, it'll be Alex Olsen for Allen Bank. Doesn't have the height advantage. Almost used the body to good effect as well. And sliding at ground level. The ball still there to be won. It eventually is for the Eagles, who have it at the wing. A little tentative to get away the hand pass was Pratt onto Lyle into the forward half. And it's turned Ooh. over, but a dropped mark could prove to be costly from Edwards. Hasn't had many problems all day. He'll still try to back it up, and he has by winning a free kick. Successfully able to defuse the attack. Just over a minute to be played in the opening half. Three goals apiece. Three goals, three apiece, in fact. For Harvey Norman, one thaggy for your computer and electrical needs. To the wing, go near him. Standing tall for Allen Bank, Bryce Joyce, who was collected after he took the mark as well. He has feeling teetering between a lead and then heading back to the square. And he's still stuck on an opponent, so he takes it a little deeper than that and a little more central as well for oh. Johnson, who takes the mark with brute strength and body use. And this will be his second if he can convert. What a half it's been for Thomas Johnson. Well, after that slow start and giving away a few free kicks, he's worked his way back in. Thomas Johnson is directly in front. Not long left in the half, and Allen Bank, they will take the lead into it, I think, but it won't be a convincing lead. It's a minor score off to the right. So it's 3-4-22, Allen Bank, 3-3-21 near him south. Ah, just unfortunate. Yeah, Ruckman. That's a Ruckman goal. It is. AKA it is. a behind. As did, as would, <laughs> did kick one earlier. He did kick one earlier. It was a fantastic kick. I'm not giving enough credit. <laughs> as, uh, as Edwards looks to work it back in from the goal square. He's got options. Chris Charles is providing one in the pocket. Guy also runs in from the centre wing. And Edwards decides to go to the far side. And head looking for Coolis. But instead, it's chopped off. Now Ellenbank go back. Oh, look to go back inside, but Coolis has managed to smother. Now with Miller for Ellenbank. He's tackled. The ball held up just outside forward 54. The Eagles. They had an opportunity there to send it back in, but uh, I think Miller it was just got close to the man on the mark and brought it back down. Olsen with body work. Ball comes to ground. Comes out the back to Guy. And that is half time here at Ellenbank. Three goals for 22. The Eagles have taken the lead take, uh, against three goals, three, 21 for Nearham South Cats. We'll be right back after this. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League match of the day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. 
Warren now near him south, able to gather possession. A chain of handballs which works. And streaming into the open goal is Luke Kender. And near him south, start off the day with a bang. Keegan Boss lining up directly in front. Chips at home to tie the scores with five minutes remaining in the first quarter. And Niram are going to be have a shot on goal. Looks like it is Tommy Kroll, the sharpshooter for the Cats. And he's nailed it. A beautiful kick from Tommy Kroll. The ball goes on. Phelan tries to pick it up. Goes inside. Niram with it now. Back to Fulham. Ellenbank, a goal. Well done, Phelan. Welcome back to the Ellenbank and District Football and Netball League match of the day on SEN track across the Latrobe. 91.9 on the dial or on the SEN app. We are at Ellenbank watching Ellenbank Eagles take on Nearham South Cats. All thanks to Harvey Norman Wanthaggy and Warrigal Downtowner. Uh, now, the scores have actually been amended since we came back. So it is even. Three goals for 22 apiece. Fantastic game so far. We'll go around the grounds first, Dill, I think, and see exactly what's been going on at half time in the West Skippy League, the other SEN broadcast that we've got going on on SEN track. It is Phillip Island 06, players Nana Goon, four goals, five, wow. 29. That's, that's a very a tight affair. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Inverloch Kongwax 7 3, 45, Garfield 1 straight 6. Kilcunder Bass still leads 7 7-37 against Kubi Rupp. And in the AFL, we've got the Tigers leading the Eagles by nine points at halftime. Third quarter's just begun. And the Cats, they're holding a 16-point lead at the moment over the Crows, but the Crows are fighting. Yeah, it certainly looks tight. Uh, a couple of goals to Jeremy Cameron, a couple of goals to Simpson, none other. And Taylor Walker with one for the Crows. A couple of hard-fought games there, which I'm sure is not music to the ears of every Richmond supporter who may or may not be listening. But we are here to talk about Ellenbank versus Nearham South in the Ellenbank and Districts Footy League. A tight game, a muddy game, a bit of rain at different points through today's match, but it has dried up a little bit, and mostly the ground is fantastic, thanks very much to the huge amount of drainage that is happening here at the Ellenbank League. Dill, how's the game shaped up for you so far? Well, in the first quarter, it was two goals to one in favour of Nearham. In the second quarter, it was two goals to one in favour of the Eagles. So they've done well just to bite back. They kicked two consecutive, Johnson and Phelan early, and then before the locket goal late for Nearham, they were holding a one-goal lead. It's As I said, it's really difficult to decipher where it's at at the moment. After the first quarter, I thought we had a little hint that Allenbank might take over, and they did for a little bit in the second quarter, and then Nearham South replied as quickly as you like with a goal. It's a deadlock, fittingly, I think, at the moment. And the second half, you look at it, you just... They're not really doing anything incorrectly either side. It's more no. so just contested ball, taking the opportunity when it's there. And that's really how most of the goals have happened, really opportunistic ones. Uh, free kicks, balls that have come off hands mm. and fallen into somebody's lap, feeling and Kinder both the recipients of those. And, look, that's what generally what you expect in a day like this. But some of the, some of the important players, I mean, look, some of the ins have actually been really good for either team. Will O'Brien and uh, Nick Pratt have been pretty prolific for Ellenbank. And uh, Lockie Guy on the wing has been all over the place for Nearham. He's been doing much of the work. But I would say so far, in my humble opinion, uh, best player at the moment is Matty Edwards for Nearham South. And for Ellenbank, Tom Johnson. Any comments on either one of those, Monty? Oh, yeah. it looks like we got a bit of food. Yeah, we do. Oh, Thank you for that. Thanks very much, boys, <laughs> from the home team. Thank you very much. Got a, got a bit of chips, got some sandwiches. Silver and, service. Uh, cupcakes. Thank you very much. 
But let's get back to the game because the listeners at home can't get the same <laughs> sort of food that we are, Dill. Uh, Matty Edwards and Tom Johnson. Have you looked? Have you seen those players playing today? Yeah, well, we mentioned Johnson. He's definitely looking to take advantage of this rest at the moment. He's been everywhere, contests, kicking goals as well. And then in defence, he stood tall. And then you speak about defence, Edwards has been the main priority for Neerham in defence, locking down, playing the spare man role. Interestingly, Alan Bank haven't really fought against it just yet, but that's been Edwards' forte early on. And then I'd, for Neerham South, I'd love to see Jack Blakey try and inject some life into the game. I haven't seen too much of him yet. He's averaged over a goal per game in his whole career, and mm. he hasn't had a say just yet. Maybe a couple of disposals, but he's been kept quiet as well. Who do you think needs to step up for Ellen Bank? Allen Bank, Bambridge, I think. He's had his hands on a few. He's dropped them. It's proved costly on the rebound. In fact, sorry, Bambridge for Nearham South. If we're talking about Allen Bank, <laughs> apologies. I was caught up in, in Nearham South. I think the captain coach, Jake Harper, has been lively. If he can just get his hand, mitts on a couple more possessions and start the attacks flowing forward for Allen Bank, then we'll see if they can take the lead in the second half. As Ellenbank come back onto the field rather uh, quickly, obviously I don't think they wanted to be too static. As uh, I don't know, have you, you you played a bit of footy, Dill, in, in your day? Not very well. Not very yeah, well. Quality quality was uh, was never up to debate. But <laughs> when you played, did you see it, when it was a cold day? Did you want to spend as much time inside, like warming up, staying in the conditions, or did you did you want to get back out on the ground as soon as possible and try and? like readapt to the additions and just stay in the moment probably on the bench i think not only for me but <laughs> just my side as a whole no i i did play in a couple of games where it was hailing in fact and i was full forward didn't really see the footy much but i don't think many people wanted to we're all standing there shivering trying to protect ourselves even the goal umpire had an umbrella and we were <laughs> looking for some protection there but nowadays if I, I haven't played for a while but if i was to play now i think i'd, I'd try and actually be impactful once we're going to take another break and then we're going to return with the second half from Allenbank. The scores at the moment moment on the Alex Scott and staff scoreboard. Three goals for 22 apiece. A tight game, completely locked up with the broadcast. Thank you. Thankful to Warrigal Downtowner and Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. We'll be back just after this. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League match of the day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. It is SEN Track's broadcast of the Ellenbank and District Football Football and Nipple League's match of the day. We are at Ellenbank. Ellenbank taking on Neerham South. Three goals, four apiece, 22 as play resumes. Ball in the middle of the field. And we've already got another ball up. Has uh, taken pretty hard in the tackle there is the young Ellenbank player, Notman. Ball thrown up. Coolest. And Johnson in the ruck. Coolis wins the tap. Ball comes to ground. Well picked up by Joyce. Gets the handball out. And here's Parsons now getting it forward. Looking for Knott, who's under the ball. Has to fight for it. But it's a beautiful, nice, uncontested intercept mark from the Cats. And the Cats now have the ball about 30 metres out from goal. Stringer moving it up the ground. Oh, but that's chopped off. 
And the ball will come straight back into the Ellenbank forward line. Lyle with it now. Gets to feel an all oh, out the back. Oh, comes straight out to Not. We managed to get a great roving goal on the right. First blood for quarter number three to Ellenbank. Four goals for 28. Now leading near himself. Three goals for 22 on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Good bit of opportunistic play there, Dill. Yeah, that's Keegan Bott crashing the pack. And he's been targeting the footy all day. But with the, the dual threat there, Phelan's also got a big responsibility. And if Bott can play that role to good effect, roving and then snapping goals, I think Alan Bank will be able to run away with it here. Well, I don't think the Neerham defenders were really prepared for the uh, ball to come straight down to Phelan, considering he's not exactly the tallest player in the forward line. Yeah. But... Yeah. He competed well nonetheless, and it was the, uh, was the other way around. Bott was the one who was collecting it on the ground as the ball returns to the centre of the ground. Two goals for Keegan Bott now. Alan Bank with a six-point lead. Johnson, nifty little kick out to the wing. Just as he was tackled, he got the hand pass out. Did Walker. And now it's taken away for Neerham. Blakey, there is the man we spoke of at halftime into the forward half. And a free kick the way of Neerham. And the instantaneous response now. If he can slot this one, he'll be about 25 metres out from goal. He nearly reeled it in with the one arm, did Jeremiah Jones. Missed one early in the first quarter. He's got a boot on him. He does. Now he's got the ability to tie the scores back up. Just a couple of minutes in. First year... With Neerham South, first year back after seven from 2013 to 2019. And they'll welcome him with open arms. Scores are tied again. 4-4 apiece. Jeremiah Jones with his first of the day. Maybe it's something about us, Monty. Maybe we're the ones making sure that every game that we call is close and exciting. Yep. Happened last week at Niora. And now in Allenbank, amongst the Pines... The Cats and the Eagles are in a dirty, dirty tussle. <laughs> Muddy tussle, that's for sure. Yeah. Do we see anyone, uh, anyone around who looks to be relatively mudless? We're going to call some yeah. people out here. Luke, Luke <laughs> Kinder. Yeah, Luke Kinder. I was about to say him as well. He looks very clean. He's actually got the long sleeve jersey, I think, underneath a short sleeve jersey. Yeah, he does. He does too. Scores are tied on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home 4 4 apiece. As the umpire has paid a blocking free kick in the centre bounce, which would seem pretty hard uh, considering both players are coming from mm. opposite directions. But nevertheless, Johnson has won the free kick and he goes forward. Oh, big fist from uh, Edwards once again. Pratt oh. chases after a great pickup. One handed. Notman. Yeah. Notman, pardon me. And uh, uh, he's, uh, he's unfortunately taken that out. But good little pickup in the conditions. That actually looks like one of the least muddy parts of the field, that pocket. It is in the pocket for Ellenbank. And we'll have a ball in. Not in the ruck against Coolis. Not gets front position, brings the tap to ground, but Coolis follows up. Ball goes through hands. Notman's after it. Comes out. Fuller. Through hands. Ellenbank recover. Big tackle. Well done, Walker from the Eagles. But he is wrapped up. And will have the ball tossed into the air just outside forward 54, Ellenbank. Johnson let the footy hit his shoulder on the way down. And can't burrow away through. Can Kinder, I believe it is, finally getting into the middle of the pack. Some mud beginning to show. <laughs> 
Half forward. Johnson to do battle with Coolis. Johnson and then Bambridge was able to Ooh. tap it on. And then finding some space was Atherton. He had a shot at goal and misfired off to the right. And Allen Bank regained the lead. Six and a half minutes in and counting into this third quarter. 4-5-29 to 4-4-28. Only the one multiple goal scorer today. Keegan Bott for the Eagles with two. Great pickup from Atherton. Running away from the goals. Again, pick up with one hand as Muir comes out. Nice little hit-up kick. Finds that man, Kinder. Gets a bit of mud onto his chest from the ball. He goes left, he goes right. Decides to go down the middle of the field. But that is only as far as Notman. Ah, pardon me. No, Joyce. For the Eagles, who sends it back into forward 50. Clancy underneath it. Edwards with the fist. Comes to Knott, who's pushed as he kicked it. And the ball goes out of bounds. Well done there by Bott. Another pick up off the ground. We'll have a throw in just inside forward 50 for the Eagles. Home side lead it by a point. See if we get another beautiful throw in. We do, Goody. Saw it in the first half. Consistent <laughs> as always. Another ball up to follow. Plenty of pressure in this. Bit of a stalemate in the last couple of minutes. Close on the scoreboard. Starting to simmer down the intensity at the moment. Out of the pack. Notman raised the arms and it's holding the ball. He was trapped. Great tackle by Nearham South. Able to win the ball. Clancy dishes it off. In the back line, Muir. Scouting every possible alternative. Critiquing the options as they come. He takes the short one. Had to bend down a long way to Jeremiah Jones. Also had to come a long way up the field. He's at half back. Usual habitat. He's in the forward line. And now a big congregation of players at the wing. Off hands. Sweeping in front of him is Kroll, who kicked a goal earlier on. Kept it alive for his teammate, who bumped his opponent out the way. Kinder dribbles one across the wing. And the numbers are with the Eagles. Miller. Bottles it up and kicks directly out on the full torpedo. Nearly hit us in the commentary box. <laughs> the Cats can repel from the wing. Eager to come on for Allen Bank. Ashley Scott on the bench. So near him have it. It's Luke Kinder who kicked the opening goal of the game. Kinder with it just in front of the benches. And he indicates get down forward because that's where I'm going. Goes along the line. It's a three on two to Allen Bank. Ball comes off hands. Chased down by Smith for the Eagles, but it will go out of bounds as the majority of today's play indeed has done. We are just outside Nearham South's forward 50. The ball tossed in. Johnson and Coolis in the ruck. Now, Johnson has been tapping out with Olsen, but Coolis has been doing a ton of it. Johnson wins that one, goes through hands. Picked up by Kinder, who's tackled. Lyle affecting the hug. And the ball thrown up once again. Eagles have taken the lead. Goody. Here or over the West Coast in, in Eagles West Coast have there. taken the lead. <laughs> Apologies. Is there a score? I didn't know. <laughs> uh, just having a laugh here out at Ellen Bank. Coolis wins the tap. Gets down. Kroll was in there. Through hands and another ball up. Plenty of congestion here. Looking forward. There is no one inside forward 50 for Ellen Bank. All players have pushed up. Phelan is just outside as is not. They're just wanting to get it out the back and chase it down. Use that speed that they've got. Ellenbach with the boot. Muir putting his head over it. Comes out the back instead. But the umpire awards his bravery and has given him a free kick. 
as Parsons came in hard and collected him high. Goes, oh, beautiful contested mark for Neerham as Banbridge came streaming at it. Now he goes long, looking for, oh, it's gone. Oh, just out of bounds. Now, has that gone out on the full? The umpire is saying, throw it in, I believe. So that has landed in the pocket for Neerham, just uh, to the left of the goals in front of the pavilion. And again, all the Ellenbank players moving up. In fact, Knott has moved even further up. Phelan, now the only Ellenbank player in the forward half. Mm. For, uh, yeah, yep, just the only player. Scores tied at Kui Rup between Kilcunderbass and Kui Rup. Ball tossed in. Big fist from what looked to be a third man up, but no, nothing said from the umpire. Ball, big tackle by Cooper Clancy. Umpire didn't pay it. Ball comes out. Near him fighting for it. Going to ground. Ellenbank appealing after the ball seemingly dragged in. But now it squirts out and out of bounds. Throw in here at Ellenbank. Today's broadcast, thanks to the Warrigal Downtown, of Warrigal's Best Bar and Bistro, and Harvey Norman One Thaggy for all your computer and electrical needs. Still 4-5 four, to 4-4 four, four. on the scoreboard. It was 3-4 apiece at halftime. Alex Scotland staff scoreboard. Now a clearance for Alan Bank through the agency of Bryce Joyce. They get to half forward. Went Following up was Lyle. Couldn't quite get the hand pass out, but they escape. And now it's Neerham's turn to stay composed. He might have kicked it the wrong way. He did kick it the wrong way. In fact, Johnson to the wing. Clancy sitting underneath it at the wing. Punched out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, De- Joyce, Joyce cleared it the wrong direction. There's definitely one person who kicked it the wrong way. And Alan Bank attacked <laughs> the forward half and then they cleared it out. And so then poor old Cooper Clancy was about to run off and the ball decided to sit on his head. So he's just going to sit down and have a nice well-earned break as the ball returns to the field of play. Coolis, Johnson, grappling. Definitely was a little confusing. Yeah, there, I wasn't <laughs> sure which way Dre was going. <laughs> Coolis wins the tap, comes down to Bain, who's hemmed in along the boundary line, but well picked up. By Aidan Ram, who was affected as he kicked. And it looks like we will have a free kick down the field, even though it went out of bounds. Kinder has taken it now. That has come far off the side of the boot. Is that out of bounds as well? No, it looks like it has dropped short. So, somewhat dodgy kick from Kinder, but he has moved it forward. So, the ball now in the pocket for Neerham South. As a little bit of rain comes down, no doubt making sure the ball squirts through a little bit further. Nice long throw. One by Kroll, who's moved into the ruck. Tries to thump it forward, but the Ellenbank defence managed to get it out of there, but only as far as Bain, who takes a mark just outside forward 50. He goes nice and quick. Oh, but a too short a kick. He was looking for Morrow, but Morrow slipped over. The ball comes out now. Morrow chasing after it, but he's hemmed in by Ellenbank defenders. He's wrapped up on the ground. The ball held up. And we'll have a ball up on the opposite side of the field, scoreboard side, in the pocket for Nearham South. Also for Warrigal Downtown, Warrigal's Best Bar and Bistro, and Harvey Norman won Thaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Ball's propped out. Nearham able to get onto it. Kroll gave the hand pass off at ground level, nearly kicking in danger. In fact, it is adjudicated that way. It'll be the Cats ball from 55 metres out. We might uh, at some point seek some clarification. I was always under the impression that the kicking in danger was if somebody's head was over the ball. But the, uh, the umpires today seem to be adjudicating it as mm. if hands are hands. close to the ball. So, well, uh, I guess that's the uh, well consistency, which is always what you look for in umpires. Yep. 
And we'll have a shot on goal from other than Lockie Bainbridge. Bainbridge, his first real good look at goal today. He's dropped a few chances. He'll have to kick this every bit of 50. A trail by a point. Nearly 15 minutes into this third quarter. He sends it aloft. Distance won't quite be there. Right to the teeth of goal. The crumb opportunity was cancelled out by the Allen Bank defence. And I think he might have copped a decent piece of that knee on the way through. And a lot of mud as well as he slowly gets back up to, onto his feet. There for near him. Couldn't quite see who it was. The Eagles ducking back in. They're 20 metres out from goal, but near him. Have a snap now towards goal. It's missed. In fact, it was near him. It was close to goal, but Allen Bank weren't allowing them to. Chris Yuri, inaccurate today. It's the Eagles' responsibility to bring it back in from fullback now. With scores tied, 15 and a half minutes in on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Alex Scott and Staff to Sowie Livestock or Sowie Home. Ball out via Holton. Absolutely hoofs it. Looking for... Oh, looking for bot. Just gone through hands. Couldn't hold on to a big pack of players, but he presented well. It's come down, and it will be out of bounds just outside of forward 50 for the Cats as Bot runs back to be the number one target down back. He's picked up almost immediately by his opposing number one, Alex Johnston, for the Cats. And the ball thrown back in. Ball comes off hands. Looks like Guy moonlighting in the ruck there. Giving uh, Coolis a bit of a chop out. Not exactly the tallest player on the field, but he's ably done well. In fact, he actually won the tap. And we will now have a free kick for the Eagles. Uh, down the ground paid. And Ellenbank now with the ball in the centre of the field. They go towards the wing. Oh, just an awkward kick. Not the easiest one for Olsen to deal with, but he manages to hold on to it. And now the ball goes forward for Ellenbank. Not underneath it, but a big fist again from Edwards. Pratt chasing after it, but it goes out of bounds. Every time the ball goes into the forward line for Ellenbank, Monty, Edwards is there with a fist ready. Richmond have kicked away in the AFL. They lead it by 17. The Cats also lead it by 17. Geelong, that is. Scores tied here at Allenbank. Something about Saturday afternoon football as of late. Ooh, feels good. Goody. Big punch forward. In defence, Fuller did extremely well to force the issue onto Gill, who has it across the wing. Didn't really have a teammate in mind. Jones, who was the man who fell down before, can't really see his number because of all the mud. Like plenty of other players out there, ball in the middle of the ground. Falls to Morrow, who has it to centre-half forward. Jones is the target. In fact, it's Blakey who takes the mark. And he's focusing on a, another teammate down forward. Leads from all sorts of angles. And he takes it wide and hits Beautiful. him. Chris Urey coming up to the footy. Clutches the footy in his grasp, and he can give near him south the lead here. It's the wrong side for a right footer. It'll be interesting to see if he does stick with the traditional drop punt, or if he'll go with the modern-aged check side, as they like to call it. Oh, he's taking a long run-up if he's going for a check side. Yeah, looks to be a drop punt for Chris Urey. 66 goals in 18 games last season. Made a productive source of them. He's missed to the near side here. 
Nearham South still hold a one-point lead, 18 and a half minutes into this third quarter. Of course, all brought to you by Harvey Norman Montaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Goody. Look, he's presenting, but uh, unfortunately, it's, I think that's three behinds now for, for Chris Erie, albeit I think three quite tough shots as Helen Bank come out of their forward 50, looking for Pratt, and the ball is thumped out of bounds by Notman. Well, it's a credit to the defence, then, if you say tough oh, shots. 100%. Obviously, they could have... As a, as a long-time defender now. myself, I will always accept <laughs> you giving credit to the fence, Dill. As the ball is thrown in 20 metres out from the Cats' goal, where it's sat for a, a big substantial part of this game. The backup Ruckman, Olsen and Guy, coming together. The ball gets out. Now the Eagles manage to clear it to the wing. Goes over a few heads. Goes through the hands oh. of Stringer for near him. Big tackle as he follows up. Well done, Stringer. Missed out on the mark. And then as the Elmbank player came through, just wrapped him up. And now he moves it forward. Oh, he's dropped that one short, but the umpire's blown a whistle. Looks like we'll have a holding penalty. And a free kick for the Eagles on Tommy Kroll. Is the, the, uh, the man there? Oh, thank you, little short kick. Doing Miller no favours, but he's managed to get it up to the wing. Guy throws his body at it. Johnson's there too. The ball manages to come out. Both teams fighting for it. And just seen over the boundary line by Notman. For the Cats, who decides to take himself straight off. And Cooper Clancy comes on. We'll have a throw-in directly in front of the boxes. Both the coach's box and the timekeeper's boxes is where we are, mate. Real arm wrestle at the moment. Keegan Botts and Jeremiah Jones, respective goal kickers for Alan Bank and Nearham. And since the opening minutes, there hasn't really been a score besides Chris Uri's behind. A couple of minutes ago, ball up on centre wing. Into time on now. Definitely expected to be a shorter quarter than usual. Thrown around in the tackle. One of the Eagles in there. Morrow was uninvited and he still went for his opponent. Parsons in the contest. Another ball up. Ooh. And a bit of a chirp as well from Parsons. wonder if he did that back in your day, Goody. Chirp? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I loved a bit of a chat to the players as Olsen and Coolis fight for it. It comes down to Scott who managed to get it forward for Ellenbank. But it's fisted back the way of Neerham. And it's pulled out by Fuller, who only managed to get it as far as the other Ellen Bank defenders. But through hands, bouncing, bouncing off feet, bouncing off hands, bouncing off one head, I think I've seen. Chased down by Blakey. Ellen Bank with the ball now. Here we go. Moving forward to forward 50. Kick to space. Guy coming through. Big boot off the ground. Olsen follows it up. Now Ellen Bank go forward. Not chasing it. Feeling leads everyone to the ball. Oh, he's been taken high, has he? But the umpire says play on. No, the umpire says holding the ball. Wow. Well, he had opportunity to get rid of it. He was taken somewhat high, but he was also running low. So definitely go with the umpire's call on that one as Niram worked the ball out along the far side wing. Johnston. Further down the line and one-on-one, standing tall, airily present in the contest. For the Eagles, Pratt couldn't quite bring it down to ground level and nearly play on the mark taken for Neerham at the wing. Options through the middle. He'll use the resources out wide. Almost called the play on there, yeah, Matty Edwards. Ball nearly hit the ground before reaching him. He swings it back to directly where it was before. Guy to half forward over the contest. Clears the pack. And the Eagles now swarm 
Phelan comes on through, lays a big tackle on his opponents, and that ball does not seem to be going anywhere for the moment. Now, we're still uh, lacking a major contender for the Yarragon award-winning hotel goal of the day. I think we're sticking with Luke Kinder's goal, which was the first one of the day. But, uh, yeah, not uh, slim pickings <laughs> so far today, I think, Monty. Yeah, for sure. Of course, all brought to you by the Warrigal downtown of Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Only about 10 minutes up the road. And Harvey Norman won Thaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Oh, looks like Phelan's there in the ruck yeah, uh, as the ball is just outside Neerham's forward 50. So he's very far up the ground. In fact, so far that once again, there is no one inside forward 50 for Allenbank. Really just looking to play that game of getting it forward and chasing it rather than actually hitting up a target. Yep. Here we go. Ball thrown in. Course underneath it. Well fought by Allenbank. The ball held up. Well tackled. Coolis following up his ruck work there with a big tackle. And... Ball goes up again. And that's the challenge now. You have to win the contest cleanly because obviously it's a, a wet, moist footy. As Neerham track it down in the arms of Ram, who spins around, gets past the congestion and blasts it to half forward. It's a beautiful kick. Unfortunately, Clancy misjudged it in the air and the mark's taken in defence for the Eagles. Out wide now. They'll spread it. <laughs> Lunging effort in defence for Neerham. Just thrusting himself at the footy. But Allen Banks still have it. Far side wing. Bot hit on the chest, juggles it. It's over the line. No, he's yeah. taking that over the line, unfortunately. And just continuing on my point there, as I said, that's the, the problem now. These the last five or so, five, ten minutes, it's all been contest work, mm. and we've had about ten ball-ups, I think. If they just need another outlet on the outer side. You can't congest the, the stoppage. Well, you want to see someone like Guy just hanging out on the mm. wing because he's got pace. He's clearly in form. I mean, yeah, you might want him around the ball, but uh, he's a good user. And he's been stays, played most of the game on the wing, so you want him out there. You want to get those switches going. And unfortunately now the conditions getting together with the fact that there's a lot of fatigue already with yeah. the amount of inside ball that we've had, all, both those issues compounding to mean that there's even more already contested footy. We've seen, we haven't seen a lot of Johnson this quarter. No, we haven't actually, funnily enough, now that you say his name. And that's not just because he's so covered in mud that he might actually be part <laughs> of the field. But he hasn't been getting a lot of the ball as it moves forward. Oh, well picked up by Bambridge. He's looking for, oh, big hip and shoulder from Phil, and he's looking to work himself into the game. The umpire has actually paid a hold in the ball. Fantastic work from Phil, and Dreadlock's bouncing as he works his way in. He's gone across the field, and now Ellenbank desperate to get up the field. Move it into the center of the ground. And now they can go. They can build and they can go, although there's not really many options inside 50. Bot was moving up. But he's still too deep. Oh, dropped footy. Unfortunate there. Oh, great tackle from... Uh, I think that might have been Stringer for Neerham as the mud piles on everybody's backs. The numbers become more and more hard to see. Although, I tell you what, it's still pretty easy to see Lockie Guy and Luke Kinder for Neerham. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a bit unfair. As it looks like Neerham are going to take a shot and goal from the boundary. In the hands of, well, somebody who is absolutely covered in mud. It might be Chris Yuri. Yep. Oh, it's uh, Jones. Jeremiah Jones. From the boundary. He's got onto it. The umpire does. Oh, the umpire did not look like he was moving. It looked through. But it cannons into the right-hand post. And a minor score now. Doubling the lead for Neerham South. Four goals, 5-29. 
takes on four goals, 7-31. The Cats with the lead on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Not too long left in this third quarter. And we'll have another boundary throw in. And we'll head around the grounds for you in the AFL. Richmond with a 24-point lead over the West Coast Eagles at three-quarter time. And Geelong with an 18-point lead over the Crows. And in Nana Goon, it's 8-7-55. The home side leading Phillip Island 3-8-26. And inaccurate Phillip Island. Uncharacteristically inaccurate. As Neerham South get a chance forward, edging it closer to the boundary line and over the line now. Nearly three-quarter time. And Kilcunder Bass with a 17-point lead over Kui Rupp as well. And in block Kongwak handling Garfield at Garfield Recreation Reserve in the West Gippsland League. 4-7-31 to 4-5-29 here. Neerham South lead. A late chance. Coolers spun around. It's ominously close to Nearham South's goal for Allenbank, that is. Another ball upcoming. wonder if Allenbank are just trying to put a bit more juice into Johnson's legs. Olsen has been doing the majority of the ruck work of this quarter. Johnson's been sitting forward, where, to be honest, the ball hasn't been a ton. Mm. Not to say anything between Allenbank or Nearham, really. The ball has been mostly in the middle of the ground, uh, although it is just inside forward 54 Nearham now. We'll have another ball up as players very slowly extricate themselves from the muddy pile that has become the far side forward 50. It is three-quarter time here at Ellenbank. Four goals, 5-29. Plays Nearham South in the lead. Four goals, 7-31. It is SEN Track 91.9. And our broadcast of today's Ellenbank and District's Football and Netball League game. We'll be back after this. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wongthaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Live on SEN track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League match of the day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Thank you very much to the Warrigal Downtowner and Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for sponsoring today's broadcast of Match of the Day for the Alamanken District's Football League on SEN Track 91.9 across the Latrobe. Robbie Goodwin here with you, Dylan Beaumont to my left. It is a tight game at three-quarter time. Four goals, 5-29. The home side, Ellenbank, are behind Neerham South Cats. Four goals, 7 31, just the two points on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Who do you think is going to win from here, Dill? Oh, it's one of those games at the moment where you feel if they can kick the first goal of this last quarter, either momentum or the stoppages in play can almost help you maintain that lead. So really, is it but, outrageous to say first goal wins? But the way that this game has gone is that it's been like no one's scoring for yes, ages yes. and then once game, one team will score and then immediately the other team will score and we're back to square one yes, again. you're right. So, <laughs> it's, well, hey, look, some sun has come out, which is yeah. welcome, which is a welcome change. I'll go with, I'll go Allen Bank just to be a little, little different. And I'll be contrarian and say near himself, <laughs> just so we can hedge our bets with the boys in the timekeeper's <laughs> box here. Yes, even the supporters. <laughs> Ready to go as we begin this fourth quarter at beautiful Ellenbank. And I do say beautiful because the sun has come out and it is reflecting rather stunningly off the large mud piles that have begun to form all the way through this field. 
hopefully we see a much more free-flowing quarter than we did in the third quarter where it was incredibly tight. Yes, just yeah. it is reflecting on pain. Stoppage to stoppage. It was a bit of a grim Saturday, but it's beginning to open up. Here it is now. Ball goes up. Coolis and Johnson back in the ruck. Coolis wins the tap, works it back, gets it to Morrow. Morrow goes through hands. Looking for some sort of teammate. Tackled as he had it with Scott for Ellenbank. He managed to get the ball out. And now Coolis clears it for Ellenbank. Comes straight down the throat. Well done. Great tackle by Blakey as he moves it forward. But one of the Ellenbank defenders managed to get back a big fist from... Ooh. Oh, that's gone out of bounds. A good fist from Smith as he ran back with the flight. Chased after it was Guy. But the ball has... Moved out of bounds, and we'll have a throw in just outside Ford 54 near him south as the sun now provides a, something to kick into, unfortunately, Dill. Yes. All thrown back in. Near him south, kicking to the right of your radio dial. They'll get an entry here forward. Blakey with a bit of an errant ball, but it landed in the lap of his teammate who was caught up in the tackle. And we'll have the ball up about 35 out from near him south's goal. 4-7-31 to 4-5-29 on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Still in the pack, closer to the boundary line. They go and just eager to drop it there in the end instead of taking it on Jake Harper, the captain coach. Who we have mentioned a few times as the captain coach. But it is a, a serious role to partake in. Plenty of responsibilities, not only on the field but off the field as well. Coolest in the ruck. Tapping it forward for the Cats. And then unsolicited Eagles came from every angle to cause another stoppage. And we'll have a ball up. Still, very attacking spot for the Cats. It's exactly where they want it. As Yuri looks very dangerous inside. He's being held by Farthing. But he may, he's been managing to get a bit of space. Ball on the ground now. Good clearance by Miller, but only as far as Cooper Clancy, who takes a mark just outside of forward 50 and will send it back in for the Cats. He's looking for options. He goes short. Oh, but Miller probably could have marked it, but instead puts it fist into the middle of the ground. Ball oh. comes out. Oh, Bot almost colliding with his teammate, but Ellermank have managed to retain it. And now the ball has been put to space. It's a chase. Parsons there for Ellenbank. He pushes as it's kicked, but they managed to retain it. Pratt now works it back inside. He's got the ball now, and he goes into forward 50. Edwards is loitering. The ball goes up, comes to Phelan. Phelan manages to get it out. The ball, it scrubs. It's through. I think that was Parsons. Well done to Parsons. He's just taken a massive opportunistic goal. Great hands off from Phelan. Under pressure. And first blood, as in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, to the Eagles. They scrape to the front end in to this end. tight game. End-to-end -end stuff, exactly, Dill, from Ellenbank. End-to-end, that's what it was all about. And they finally decided to separate the, the contest work there instead of yeah. having all of them congregate towards one. They segregated and then they were able to move it up the field. And Ryan Parsons covered him up. He's obviously had a big day. It's the, it's the, uh, it's the judgment. Absolutely. That's how it's how we're working today. Gives the Eagles the lead, a four-point lead. May not seem like a close game, but it is 5-5-35 to 4-7-31 on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. Ball thrown up in the middle instead of the traditional bounce because of the mud that's beginning to clog up 
the field. A high free kick and Alan Bank, they can enter forward with a newfound hope and all their momentum. Parsons, who just kicked the goal, to half forward. Big Rice at the front, couldn't clunk it. Parsons has made his way up to the contest again and will have a ball up. Only the one multiple goal scorer today, Keegan Both with two for the Eagles as Thomas Johnson re-enters the ruck for the Eagles. Ball comes down, one out by Neerham, put it on the boot. That has gone directly out of bounds, but came off the side of the boot there. The umpire's going to say, throw it in. And we will have a ball in just outside Ford 50 for the Eagles as they press now. Today's broadcast with thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy and Warrigal Downtowner as Johnson and Coolis once again compete in the ruck. That one has dropped far short. Coolis led to it and the umpire has said, no, 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 we'll bring that back. We'll do that one again. It's obviously not our mate who's been, uh, who's been doing it. He's in the other pocket. So the ball will be thrown in once again. Coolers pretty keen to get the front spot against Johnson. He's certainly got plenty of power, but that one's dropped short again. Oh, of course, big couple of hands in the back of Johnson. The umpire says play on. Ball comes out. Taken high in the tackle is one of the Ellenbank players. And now he's going to have a chance to get it forward. In fact, he looks like he might be lining up for goal, which means he'll be kicking from about 50. Looks to be Atherton. Also covered in mud. As I said, he'll be kicking from 50. He's going to probably roll around onto the right to get a bit of extra oomph into this. And he's towed it. It's going to drop far short. But plenty of players running in. Phelan, with no regard for human life, just running through and putting his head over it. The ball comes to ground. That man is a wrecking ball. In fact, more like a comet, because he's got the streams <laughs> of dreadlocks coming yeah. out behind him as he rolls through the wind. Yeah. But we'll have a th ball up. Just inside, forward 50 for Ellenbank, pushing now. For Warrigal downtown, a Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Four-point lead for Allenbank. Six minutes into this last quarter. Clear and kick out to the wing. Will be on its way back for the Eagles. Mark taken. And then on the overlap, Ryland Smith gets it to half forward. Mark claims, not paid. And Parson took the duties on. Gets it forward again for the Eagles. Cleared out. Mark taken by Atherton, about 55, 60 out from goal. Sweeping onto the right. Just centres it instead. There's three cats around it and a free kick to be paid for the Eagles. And they'll have a shot. Liam Lyle, I believe it is, or Daniel Pratt will have the shot. And we spoke about the domino effect, one goal leading into another goodie. And it could occur just here. A four-point lead, which can be extended to ten. So directly in front. I believe it's Daniel Pratt. Can see the four. The other number is covered directly in front. He's got it. Alan Banks' lead extends to 10. The largest of today. Can you believe it? No, I can't. Honestly, we, uh, we weren't really expecting somebody to jump out ahead this early. thought maybe the, the arm wrestle... The arm wrestle. Sorry, me, pardon me. The, uh, the arm wrestle might loosen up a bit later in the quarter, but uh, this early on, no, I think we were fully expecting both teams. But look, yeah, look, Dill, it's, it's early. I think, I think Niram are a quality outfit, so I think they're going to rally uh, as quickly as possible, and all they have to do is get it to one of their big forwards, Yuri, Bambridge, Kroll. They're all still there, and they're all still dangerous, and just because... 
We're getting deeper into the fourth quarter. It does not mean that they're any less likely to kick a goal if the ball heads down there. Might have overheard, and he's just trying to find out if it actually was Daniel Pratt. The problem is with all the mud, you could see <laughs> you the four. You could see the four. There's three to select from, <laughs> and there's Pratt, Lyle, and Scott. I think it was. I think it might have been Lyle. But anyway, the ball goes up in the middle of the ground again. Johnson wins the tap. Coolis back in there. The ball squirts out. Guy puts his head over it. He's immediately under pressure. He's taken off it. Ellenbank really want to win this one. They're just throwing their bodies at it. Big tackles from both sides. Batista in there. And the player's now just deciding to roll around just to spite us, I think. Cooper Clancy at the fall of the ball. Coolis now. Gets the front position. Gets the ball out. And now Niram managed to reload. Oh, big tackle from Bain. Well done. The ball comes out. And the ball, there we go. Spurting out into the forward line for Niram. Leading it is Yuri. He's under pressure. He gives the hand off. Well done. Gets it to Blakey. Blakey's got space. He goes into the middle of the ground. It's a two-on-one to Niram. And a mark taken. No. A mark to Kinder. No, the umpire hasn't paid it. He's in the goal square. He's come down with it. And the umpire has not paid the mark. Instead, we're going to have a ball up. Kinder is not happy. He fought hard for that one. Pardon me, that's Kroll. Oh, the tap. Comes straight out to Guy on the right. Oh, and he's gone left. Well, the Cats are pressing as we thought they would. Just the minor score for Nearham South. Four goals, 8-32. Trailing Ellenbank, six goals, 5-41. On the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. They're going to want to keep it in here, Dill. Yeah, Roland Smith to take it in from full back once he jumps the fence. In fact, he might just walk through this little crevice there. It's almost like someone designed it. It's <laughs> smart. Ryland Smith in the best against Puwong in their last matchup. They won by 102 points. 151 to 49. Today, they're only up by nine points. Smith dispersing to the wing. Johnson dropped the mark. It ricochets off the leg of Blakey and out of bounds. Another boundary throw in coming up. Ten minutes and counting in this last quarter. 6 5 41 to 4-8-32 on your Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard to sell your livestock or sell your home. And, of course, we do Saturday afternoon football as courtesy of Harvey Norman one Thaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Blakey, been prominent in this last quarter, sends it into the forward line for the Cats and over the line again. Coolest definitely, uh, definitely seems to be getting some ascendancy over Johnson at the mm. moment. He's just bodying yeah. him out of the contest. Even Johnson uh, taking most of the third quarter off. He does look like he's really struggling in this heavy mud. Would love to see the count of stoppages and throw-ins as Johnson dumps it out of defence. Free kick the way of the Cats. And Ram will be the avenue in. He's about 60 out from goal. Ram just putting it to the top of the square now. Players fly. Oh, almost Yuri. Managed to get it to ground. Oh. Ball goes through hands. Yuri's standing there. He's waiting for it. But the Eagles fight. Batista now. Look, working it through. Oh, trying to no. get it further down. That one's gone out of bounds. Did the umpire pay no. insufficient intent? Yeah, I didn't think there was intent to keep it in there. But no, but the, no, we'll throw it in. Disguised it well. Just outside forward 50 from, for the Cats. We'll see if we can get a clearance here. Coolis coming up against Olsen. Chopping in. Coolis easily wins that tap. Comes down to Parsons, who's immediately tackled. Big, big tackle from Jones there, playing a bit further up the ground. 
And the ball comes up once again. Olsen, big oh. jump over Corliss. Tries to follow up his own ball, but that's come out now to Uri. Uri taps it, looking for the line. Looks like it was going out, but Banbridge has managed to keep it in. He's sent it into the middle of the ground. Bain, now with space, gives it to Guy. Gets it out. Ball goes through hands. There's Farthing. Fuller. Ball just inside forward 50 for Neerham now. Plenty of mud. Picked up by Blakey. Goes over the top. Comes to Yuri. He's hemmed it along the boundary line. Oh, beautiful smother. Well done by Joyce, I think that was. Saving a certain shot at goal. Yeah, either Joyce or Parsons. I think it was Parsons in the end there. Dove on top of it. A ball up now. 45 out from goal for the Cats. And they're left vulnerable for the moment of the Eagles. They didn't have the numbers. Now they do. Harper out of defence. And Bain struggled to pick it up. And now he does on the left. Chips it inside. Bambridge. He's been corralled over the top for Blakey across the boundary line. They're just covering all of the centre at the moment. So they have to send it to the top of the square. And the mark is taken for Neerham South. And this is the opportunity they desperately need. Well, it was a two-on-one in the end, and Tommy Kroll just found himself in a little bit of space in about the same place that uh, the mark was disallowed mm, about yes. a couple of minutes ago. So this will feel like a touch of justice to him if he can put it through. He'll reap the rewards of this, Thomas Kroll. Seven-goal season before today. Oh, no. He's hit the post from about oh. 15 metres out. No. And he leaves the cat supporters exasperated, not only in the commentary box, but also all around the grounds. And Allen Bank, they escape to the wing. Ball comes to the wing. Bot fighting for it. The Cats converge. But now it comes out. Allen Bank with the clearance through Scott. Beautiful. Johnson leading his opponent to the ball. And now he has space. He just puts it to a one-on-one. It's Phelan. And Charles goes out the back. Phelan's got space. And now Edwards comes across. Phelan wins the ball. He puts his head over it. Manages to get it out. Baines there. Oh, gets it out to one of his teammates, but Phelan follows up with a tackle. Well done there by Phelan. He had the one-on-one. He allowed it to come on the back, come out to the back, and uh, more near and players converged on him, but he still fought for the ball up, as it does now. The umpires paid a free kick in the throb, and that's going to go Ellenbank's way, 10 metres out from goal. They've been gifted a free kick in the ruck. Didn't see exactly what it was for, but Johnson will line up for a valuable goal. Eight points the margin at the moment. He could make it 14. Slight angle, just about 15 metres out. He comes in, covered in mud. No problems with that one. Johnson puts it through and extends the lead for Ellen Bank at home. The crowd goes wild and the Eagles sense that this might be the start of a fantastic win. Well, I, I know I thought we unanimously agreed earlier on that Kinder might have kicked the Yarragon award-winning hotel goal of the day, but although it was just a, a customary set shot, the time of the game where clutch. it's needed the most. Clutch, Kobe clutch. Give them a 14-point lead, and Thomas Johnson now has kicked two. He's been absolutely critical today for the home side who weren't favourites coming into it, you wouldn't think. Or in fact, they would have been, but after the preliminary final lost last year, who knows which way it was going to swing. Ball is stuck on the field. 
And we'll have a ball up at a 14-point lead on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. Dasawi Livestock or Sawyer home, 16 minutes in, 7-5 to 4-9. And just quickly around the grounds in the West Kippsland League, Kilcunder Bass with a 26-point lead over Cooey Rupp. And in the AFL, Richmond by 30, Geelong by 18 at three-quarter time. Allen Bank looking to seal this one. But it's the Cats' turn. Bambridge has moved up, moved up the field. A centre-half forward where they have the numbers held without it. At least he was trying to make the umpire make it seem like it was that way, Kinder. And he'll have the ball up. Well done by Holton there. Just held it up under a ton of pressure as Nearham, forward, Nearham went forward. Olsen in the ruck. Corliss tries to take it out, but he drops it. The ball comes down and it's cleared by Ellen Bank out to the wing. Bot chases after it. Followed by Johnston, but Bot can't change his momentum. And he has taken that out of bounds. Just in front of the scoreboard, the scoreboard itself. A beautiful electronic thing. Reading Ellen Bank, seven goals, five, 47 over near himself. Four goals, nine, 33. We're calling it the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. As various children decide to sing into our microphone, no doubt happy that Ellen Bank are in the lead in a tight match on this Saturday afternoon. We'll have a ball up just outside the centre square towards the Nearham South goal. Still looking dangerous. Coolest again with the big tap over Olsen, but a shark. Ellen Bank clear it. Ball comes through hands, goes to ground. It's hemmed along the boundary line. Bot puts his body over it. He's not rewarded. Big tackle, and the ball will head out of bounds. Now closer to Ellen Bank's goal on the far side boundary. Just under about eight minutes left. Have they done enough at the moment, the Eagles? No. I'm not saying no. The, the, the forwards for Neerham are too dangerous. They've shown that when the ball has actually gone forward. If they can get it there, they're still right in this game. Kulis out the ruck. Bambridge to shark it. And came unstuck for a brief moment, kicking in danger for about the fourth time today we've seen it. Into the hands of the Cats now. And they've got to slice it through the middle. Bit of an indiscriminate kick, but the bounce nearly worked in the end for Fuller, who still has an opponent who's got the footy at the moment. Back into open space. The Cats are able to lick it up by hand, and they do. Bit of indecision in the kick through the centre of the ground. It's chopped off by Olsen, who's played as a ruckman today. He spreads it to the wing. Atherton controls it and oh. dictates where it's going to land. At half forward now, Parsons. Into the 50. Looking for Phelan, who oh. was pushed out of it, but it didn't matter anyway. Another open goal, and the Eagles are soaring. They lead it by 20. Who else but Thomas Johnson with his third of the day? I am going to put that forward as the goal of the day contender for the Yarrigans award-winning hotel. For a big man to shark that kind of ball coming out the back, just had full confidence that it was going to come out the back, and uh, deciding not to head into the contest, just come out Come down the side and take a sneaky goal. Well done on Johnson. It's four straight now for Elmang in this fourth quarter. And now the screws are beginning to tighten. Have they done enough now? Could he? <laughs> now I think might be uh, as we're getting closer and closer towards the end of the game. But hey, look, there's still plenty of time. We're only 10, uh, sorry, 19. 19 minutes. There we go. About 13 minutes to go, the timekeepers are telling us. Oh, seven minutes to go, I believe. Oh, seven, I'm counting up, not down. <laughs> Back in the middle. And Ooh. Eagle taken high. The umpire didn't bother rewarding him with it, but the Cats 
with the opportunity. Clancy out of the middle to the wing. Numbers with the Eagles. And then a volleyball-style tap. End on end, bouncing into the hands of Atherton. He was inhibited. Clancy crashing through over the top. Kinder, still limited amount of mud on his jumper. Gets it to full forward. And Anderson punches it right into the woodwork for a behind. And it's 8-5-53 to 4-10-34. Time quickly dissolving for the Cats on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard. So your livestock also your home. And, of course, Harvey Norman won Thaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Well, you can't fault the Nearham effort. I mean, Cooper Clancy there absolutely hurling his body into the contest. First to get the ball, to make a tackle, and then follow up and get the handball out to Kinder. is extremely well done as the ball moves out to Pratt on oh. the wing. He sent that into the middle of the ground to a contest. Following up his stringer for the Cats. He gets the ball out. But it comes to Johnson, who shucked the ball again from the ground. It's touched off the boot, but he's gone for feeling. Instead, it's chopped off by Edwards, who now heads to the boundary line. Gill is there, and he's got a bit of support in Lockett, who now sends it up to forward 50, looking for Kroll. Kroll puts his head over it, goes straight into the contact. Oh, well done. Oh, but he's taken it out of bounds. We'll have ourselves another ball in, just outside forward 50. Now for the Cats, if they get a goal here, they can stay in it. <laughs> but it is looking less and less likely, Monty. Staying with it. Over six and a half minutes to play in this last quarter. The home side with one less scoring shot, but they lead it by 19 points on the Alex Scott and the staff scoreboard. Cats into the forward half. Smith has been holding his own down back all day. Does again. Oof. Slide of hand to Halton, and he's tackled. We'll have a ball up in defence for the home side, the Eagles. Parsons, Pratt, Johnson and Johnson, the goal kickers in this quarter. Johnson leading all with three to his name. Bot with two and then individual goal kickers everywhere else. A ball up right on the arc of 50. Cats have to pull the trigger from anywhere now. Just need to get it to the teeth of goal. They tried to do so but standing in the way was Harper. At ground level, locked away. We'll have another ball up. So just inside 450 for the Cats. If they can get a goal back here now, might just spur them to do something. Four goals, 10 for Newham South. They're not going to like that in the review, win or loss. Ellen Bank with the ball now. Miller working his way through traffic, just getting it up forward. Trying to get it to a teammate, but that has rolled out of bounds instead. And we'll have a throw-in on the scoreboard side of the ground as the clock ticks down. Today's broadcast brought to you by Warrigal Downtowner and Harvey Norman. One faggy, ably done, if I may say so. Very thankful to have those sponsors here on SEN Track 91.9 across the Latrobe. The ball just getting dried off by the umpire to make sure that he does a nice big throw. And as this, this is our favourite deal. This is the one that we've liked all day. And that is another <laughs> absolute cracker as Guy tries to get to the front. The ball kicked forward by Niram into forward 50, but it's rebounded by Ellenbank and Miller off the ground. Oh, beautiful little kick. Hits up Notman in the middle of the ground. He's got options streaming forward. Well, some options. Others are walking because, understandably, they would be extremely tired. But... Johnson is one of those. He decides to go, decides to go the other direction. And near him south, pardon me, Ellenbank with the ball now on the far side. They go to the wing. Not underneath it. Big fist from Johnston. 
And the ball will go out of bounds, pretty much middle of the ground on the far side wing in front of the scoreboard deal. Five minutes left in this one on a Saturday that's turned out to be a nice day. No, it's gone nice, actually, nice yeah. after the first half. A few listeners out there. Happy birthday, Mum. I know she's listening. I promised I'd get one in there. Oh, the cat. Isn't that nice? Venture forward and one-on-one deep. Oh. Great diving mark. Farthing, who's just... He's been... He's restricted his opponents all day, and that's all he's had to do. Hasn't seen too much of the footy, but just capable of that. That's what the Eagles defence is all about in this year's campaign. Johnson tapping it on. Off to the wing, and they've got numbers streaming forward. Taking on himself is Ashley Scott, who gives it off to Johnson. And further down the line, he's kicked it out on the full. What is Johnson doing playing in the ruck? This man's basically Brodie Grundy. He is a utility, at least from what we've seen today. <laughs> yeah. Well, he certainly worked his way into the best. The ball in the middle of the ground now. It's gone to Muir, who managed to get it up forward. Kroll presenting up the ground. Finds Miller. Miller tackled ably. And we'll have a ball up pretty much directly in the middle of the ground, just to the left of the cricket pitch. Both sides committing both to the contest and forward line. I think they both feel the need to score. So not perhaps as congested as we saw it in the third quarter as Alabama managed to move it forward. Ball comes off hands, gets down, chasing it is Batista. Alabama managed to clear through Lockett. Miller. Off the ground, but it's gone straight to Stringer. And now Neerham go forward. Fighting hard as Smith for Ellenbank. Goes through hands. Here's Yuri. Big tackle on Farthing. And the ball goes out of bounds on the half-forward flank. Scoreboard side for Neerham South. Just looking to get that one goal that they need with only about four minutes left to play. So the buy next week for Alan Bank. They'd be sitting pretty at about second place if they can hold on here with three and a half minutes to play. And then Long Worry comes up for Nearham South, which should be a great battle. Can't mm. quite get the scores at the moment for the Long Worry game. They're playing Poowong. Poowong have had a rough patch over the last couple of weeks. They've played these two sides. Rough patch over the last couple of years, poor old Poowong. Yep. So the cat's at the wing. Ooh. Gill he is barreled into and taken high, rightfully so. Deserved the free kick into the middle of the ground. Notman left it for his teammates, the half forward. And the numbers at ground level. Scott for the Eagles. Gives it to Johnson. He was just throwing his body around. Seemed happy to fall to ground. And we'll have a throw in. Three minutes to play. So the bye coming up for Allen Bank. They'll be happy with that. And then the week after, they'll have to go over and visit Long Worry. So Long Worry now tasked with these two sides over the next two weeks. Well, the Eagles certainly would have circled this one in the uh, fixture and said, this is a big one to win as we see Johnson, not in the ruck, but instead actually getting the tap, comes off his boot. Big tackle from Clancy. Blakey in there too. Near him south would be quite disappointed, I think, if they do end up losing this one. Coming off the bye, they would have thought they'd have the fresh legs. But indeed, it has been Ellen Bank that has run away with it in this last quarter with four straight goals. Ball moves to Neerham's, uh, Neerham's forward line. Off hands. Morrow against the pocket. Jones. And that's out of bounds. Ellen Bank just taking it over, making sure it stays in. Only a few minutes now left to go. You'd think the Eagles 
have this locked away. We'll have a throw-in in the pocket for Neerham. The Cats in their forward half. 19 points, the margin, with two minutes left. All thrown in. And then down to ground, Bain couldn't get ball onto foot. No connection there. Now there's a bit of space, a late goal. And he's kicked it. It's capitalised on Luke Kinder with his second for the day. They've had to wait a while, a whole quarter since Jeremiah Jones kicked this set shot. But Luke Kinder on the board for the second time today. And he will be the first multiple goal scorer for the Cats. Well done, Luke Kinder. Might be just a touch too late. But look, the, uh, the important thing is that they keep trying. And certainly, as we said, the effort is there. We're at Ellen Bank. It has been a touch of sunshine, I reckon cumulatively about five minutes of sunshine, but the rain thankfully has held off. I think both teams will be happy in the late stages of this game that that has been the case as we wait for the ball to head back into the middle of the ground. Deal. Minute 52 left in this contest. The Cats have a task of two goals and a behind as well. That behind does always seem to be an obstacle. That's why we always say handy behind. So 13 points the margin. The ball now back in the middle. And for potentially the last time today, Olsen to do battle in the ruck. With his opponents. Look to be Kinder in the ruck. Slapping it down. Out of the middle, the Eagles through multiple pairs of hands. Johnson! Just macheting his way through. And then to open space at the wing. The Cats edging it in front of him. Playing a bit of soccer to himself. Wasn't 15. And the Eagle had to improvise. He just kicked backwards. Happy to concede some ground for the moment. Harper interchanging with Walker. Who was the man to kick backwards after delaying the give. Bane out of the pack. Contested ball win. Clancy. Precarious hand pass. Parsons along the boundary line for the Eagles. Up the wing and into the hands of the Cats now. I know there's not long left. Matthew Edwards. Been diligent all day. Oh. Jones in the centre. Jones with it now. Center of the ground. Moving up. Oh, beautiful mark by Kinder. Is now pushed up into the just outside forward 50. He's got Bain on inside. Instead he goes looking for Yuri. Oh, beautiful. Oh, he's oh. played on and he's been tackled. Yeah. Oh, he had an opportunity there, but instead he decided to play on and he was hemmed in by a defender coming in that he didn't see. The ball moved up now, cleared by Ellenbank into the middle of the ground. Tackles abound and the umpire says, holding the ball, free kick to the Eagles. And they'll take a free kick from just outside Ford 54 near him. Surely just look to run the clock out now. Great mark contested from O'Brien. He's got a mark again, just outside defensive 50 on the far side of the wing. 13 points now, the margin on the Alex Scott and Staff scoreboard as we move into extra time. Ellenbank with the ball now, looking to move it forward. It's a one-on-one. Phelan, Guy running back with it. Phelan has the ball. Oh, beautiful. Unfortunately, the siren beats Pratt, who took a kick from just outside 50 as the siren kicked. No goal to him, but the final score here at Ellenbank, a great result for the home team. Eight goals, 5-53, beating Nearham South. Five goals, 10-40 in a tight game. We'll return soon for the post-game show with thanks to SJD Law.
that quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League match of the day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. And now near him south, able to gather possession, a chain of handballs which works. And streaming into the open goal is Luke Kender. And near him south, start off the day with a bang. Keegan Boss lining up directly in front, chips it home to tie the scores with five minutes remaining in the first quarter. And Niram are going to be have a shot on goal. Looks like it is Tommy Kroll, the sharpshooter for the Cats. And he's nailed it. A beautiful kick from Tommy Kroll. The ball goes on. Phelan tries to pick it up. Goes inside. Niram with it now. Back to Fulham. Ellen Bank. A goal. Well done, Phelan. Lyle with it now. Gets to Phelan. Oh, out the back. Oh, comes straight out to Not. Who managed to get a great roving goal on the right. First blood for quarter number three to Ellen Bank. First year with Nearham South. First year back after seven from 2013 to 2019. And they'll welcome him with open arms. Scores are tied again. Jeremiah Jones with his first of the day. The ball goes up, comes to Phelan. Phelan manages to get it out. The ball, it scrubs. It's through. Well done to Parsons. He's just taken a massive opportunistic goal. Can see the four. The other number is covered directly in front. He's got it. Alan Banks' lead extends to 10. The largest of today. Can you believe it? Just about 15 metres out. He comes in. Covered in mud. No problems with that one. Johnson puts it through and extends the lead for Ellen Bank at home. The crowd goes wild and the Eagles sense that this might be the start of a fantastic win. Into the 50, looking for Phelan, who oh. was pushed out of it, but it didn't matter anyway. Another open goal, and the Eagles are soaring. They lead it by 20. Who else but Thomas Johnson with his third of the day? It is the Ellenbank and District Football Netball League match of the day on SEN Track 91.9 through the Latrobe. We've been watching Ellenbank take on Neerham South and the home side. Ellenbank, of course, coming out victorious. Rather tough game, but 13 points was the margin. Eight goals, 5.53 to five goals, 10.40. Beating the Cats, who possibly would have been favourites, I would say, especially coming off the bye. So a big win for the Eagles. And there we're waiting to be joined by Jake Harper, the coach slash captain slash player of the Eagles and the winner of the Yarrigan Hotel goal of the day, which was the Ruckman and honestly probably best on ground, Tom Johnson. So we're waiting to have a chat to them once they finish celebrating. They'll come up and have a chat to us. But Dill... What did you uh, What did you think of the game? It was pretty tight. There wasn't a lot to really cheer about most of the time. Yeah, it was just a tough, grueling contest. Painful for near south because of the, not only a 13-point loss, just in those conditions, it was difficult for them to wrestle back the momentum mm. and the home side, obviously the home crowd against them. I thought they, they did their best and then they conceded four goals in the last quarter, Parsons, Pratt and Johnson twice before Luke Kinder kicked the last one. But, yeah. And the goals we didn't see, and look, this, this makes sense considering the conditions, uh, even though it did clear up in the last uh, yep. half. 
We didn't see many kick mark on the lead goals. In fact, I don't think we saw any kick mark lead on the goals. Uh, goals. The, we did see a few set shots, but they were either from free kicks yeah. or, well, actually pretty much free kicks, the only set shots that we saw. So the other ones were all very opportunistic, roving goals. Yeah. And in the end of the day, Allen Bank took the opportunities more. I wouldn't say they had necessarily more opportunities. They, they probably didn't last quarter, but they got a bit of a run on and Phelan was just so dedicated mm. to not only getting back into the game as we saw in the third quarter when he towards the end he actually just he actually just just ran up the yard. I don't know if this was a, a coaching tactic and we can ask Jay Carp when he does uh, join us but feeling I think at the end of the third quarter maybe start of the fourth quarter he just decided to get out of the forward line and just move to the clearance and move to the uh, bounces that were happening towards the near and south forward line just to get back into the game yeah. and it really provided a spark for the Ellenbank players that uh, that they ended up capitalising on later, and then he went back and got involved in those goals too. So it is a fantastic opportunity for Ellenbank through the season to take this win, and we are in fact joined by Mr Harper himself with a um, <laughs> trying to balance a ice pack on his shoulders. All right, Jake, you looking good? Yeah, I don't know about looking good, but yeah, feeling all right. So you're here, you're joining us, you'd be pretty stoked. On the win, especially because Ellen Bank is certainly going to be one of the top teams this... Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Niram are going to be one of the top teams through this season, as you are as well. You certainly look like you've committed. You're covered in mud. How did you see the game play out? Um, yeah, look, I think we, we knew coming into it that wet weather probably doesn't suit them as much. So, you know, we were really looking to play into that. Um, but with, you know, we had a couple of big outs go down during the week with a few of our big bodies. So it was really about all the other boys just stepping up, which I think they did well today. You, as I said, you certainly committed. We had a chat before the game and you were sort of joking about, oh, we should call other people's names rather than your name just to make it sound like you got plenty of ball. But you, you know, you're, you're putting your head over it. The, the defence, certainly against the talls and the power forwards that Niram have, the defence held up remarkably well. Yeah, look, our back six, I think the last three or four years has been really, really good. Um, we mixed it up a little bit. We, we knew that they weren't, you know, Bambridge is, is their main man down there, yeah. um, but they've got so many mids that just roll through there and, and make it really hard. So I think we're starting to get a bit of continuity between the six of us down there, um, but knowing our role and, and, you know, knowing how to play. Ryland Smith today, you know, he's come across from Coralin. Um, the big thing with him was always a, a peel off, taking the grabs over the top. Today, went to Bambridge, locked down roll and just carried that out perfectly. So it was really good. Now, obviously, the shoulder's a bit sore. I'm sure, of course, the conditions with the, the hard ball as well. The, has it turned out all right? Are you the only one who's got the ice pack on? Yeah, or? look, I'm probably playing it up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Precautionary. Precautionary. Yeah, that's right. No, look, I think um, we knew, as I said, we knew it was going to be sloppy conditions and, and not ideal and, um, and whatever, and we had to put our head over it today. And, and I think, you know, it's always a bit easier when you get a win to, um, yeah, not to worry about too much about the knocks. Now, Tommy Johnson, we're hoping to talk to uh, because he was today's winner of the Arrigano Hotel Goal of the Day. We're hoping he'll, he'll come, come up and have a <laughs> chat to us. Maybe you can give him a bit of a prod when you head back down. But we thought he was massive today, not just in the ruck where he was doing a lot of work. Obviously, Olsen chopped in and out with him as well. But roving, just getting ones off the ground, getting ones on the run. Uh, you know, he had a couple of free kicks against him early, didn't let that bring him down. He ended up fighting well against Coolis, who uh, had him on height a little bit as well. How did you see his game? Yeah, massive. And, um, you know, Tommy's one of those blokes who just gets, you know, each year you think he's getting a year older, but today brings everyone back to his pace. But, I mean, he just, you know what you get with him. Um, and every week, 
you know you're going to put he's going to put his head over the, the footy. We know he's going to give away a couple as well. Um, <laughs> but that's just the way he plays, and we, and we want him playing on that that fine line. Um, but he was massive, you know, going in the ruck, and then I don't know how many contested marks he took around the ground, but it was yeah, phenomenal for us today. Just want your opinions on a couple more players. We t- Goody talked about the dedication of Sean Phelan towards all the contests and putting his body on the line. How, yep. How does he do that? Yeah, look, Prawn, you know, he kicked six last week. <laughs> prawn, um, prawn. Prawn, yeah, Prawn feeling. Um, <laughs> kicked six last week, and, and we know that he's, he's our real X factor. When he's going, we're going. Um, and I think probably the knock on Prawn, you know, throughout his career is that blokes get under his skin a bit and he can retaliate. And I think today, you know, there was probably one that didn't quite go his way and, um, you know, he really kept his head well. Um, and, you know, we talked about when blokes are on, giving them an opportunity and, and he's seen that today that, you know, maybe it was someone else's time down forward and he pushes himself up the ground and it's just a show of maturity and, and how well he's going for us. And then finally, the flair of Ryan Parsons was on show today as well. Yeah, so Ryan's uh, he's a new one to the club and it's it's not often you get a couple just rolling off the street and, mm. um, you know, he come and, and we, we played him in the twos a bit and you could see he had that class and, and that hardness and I spoke to him last week and I said, look, you know, you're not far away um, when you get your opportunity. And he said to me, I'm ready. Whenever you whenever you pick me, I'm ready. And, and he showed that today. And, um, yeah, he was great. Is he uh, – you said he's only just sort of come into the club. Have you found that he's particularly easy to coach? Have you need to throw tips to him at training and he's just going, yep, and he's no, look, just going done? Or he's just – he's been that good? Yeah, like, and, and he knows. You know, he's an experienced footballer. He's played played a lot of footy. And um, it was just more about today. You know, we did, we did send him there to play a little bit of a defensive role. Um, and he's – He's just willing to do whatever, and I think that's what really helped us today is we knew that we had to, you know, that we were going to be some jobs, and it might be roles that we don't necessarily normally play. Um, but to beat a, an outfit like Neerham, who are, you know, the benchmark, we knew we had to be doing everything for one another for that. I do want to ask, uh, just quickly, back to uh, Prawn feeling. Uh, I think in the, in the early in the fourth, or maybe perhaps late in the third, he did roll all the way up the field, started getting involved in some of the contests, uh, not sort of dropped back, although not that far back. You had no one in the, uh, in the forward 50 for a time. Was that, was that a, a coaching tactic? Was that like, mate, get in the game, just because I know you've got fresh legs because you've been down forward most of the time? Or was that just him taking a leadership role and just saying, look, I just want to get in there and win the ball? Look, I'd love to claim it as my own, but when I'm out there, I'm you know, not worrying about that. <laughs> yeah. So unless the bench have done it, but that's what I was saying. He, he's starting to really come into his own with that maturity and, and taking on a bit of a leadership role and understanding that, once he gets the foot in his hand, generally good things happen. Mm. Um, he's a really good ball user, and as much as we do want him one out, um, and because he doesn't get beaten often, um, I think he took that upon himself to get up the ground and, and use it. Won't hold you for too much longer. The buy next week, mm. well-deserved, I believe, and then long worry the week after. Yep. So time to rest up for you. Yep, beautiful. Thanks, boys. Thanks very much, Jake. We'll grab that. And again, maybe just give a prod to Tommy, <laughs> see, if, see if he can get him. Tell him, he's got, tell him there's a voucher in it. He's winning, he's winning the Arrogant Hotel goal today, but he gets the voucher. <laughs> Thanks very much, Jake. Jake Harper there, the coach and player for one captain for Ellen Bank Eagles, the victors here at home as the rain decides to now finally come down. It's yeah. uh, it's ready to hold off for the majority, well, certainly for the second half, which is when Ellen Bank got some ascendancy. But now, indeed, it does come down as the sun goes down as well. Let's yeah. go around the grounds. We'll just swing around the grounds quickly. Yarragon, speaking of Yarragon, of course, the Yarragon Hotel award yes. winner is Thomas Johnson. But Yarragon defeated Nyora today by 19 points. Oh. A little bit of a surprise there. I thought after Nyora's output last week. Now, in the West Gippsland League, in the Loch Congwack, 89-point winners against Garfield. Kilcun the Bass, 17-point victors against Cooey Rupp. And then over on the other SDN channel, 91.3 FM, where Brad and Ian are, 
9963 to 9963. They've called a draw oh, wow. out at Phillip Island. No, no, Goon were leading. Yeah, Phillip Island to come back. So six goals to one in the final quarter. Well, that sounds that's fantastic because I mean, yeah, I mean, it looked like the uh, Phillip Island's inaccuracy would hurt them, but mm. I mean, if you've got that many shots, that's that's a measure of ascendancy. You know, you've got that many shots on goal. You are just, oh, there we go. We'll put that on Tommy there. He joins us now. I think it's probably a bit small. Jake's got a smaller head than you do, big fella. Thanks, mate. We are joined by Tom Johnson, not just the winner of the Yarrigan Hotel Goal of the Day, which you are. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. And we don't have an award for best player on ground, but I think we were both agreed that you were uh, best player on ground, so well done for that too. Thank you. Now, how did you see your game? What were you thinking at various points in the game? Because you were... A spark a lot of the time, not just in the ruck, but also a couple of your opportunistic goals. What did you come into today with any particular mindset, thinking that oh, this is one of the big games of the year, we've got to get it done? Uh, we're coming in today and listening to the rain on the roof last night, thinking we've we got a chance. We're, um, you know, being myself, being a bit older, that ever slows all these younger kids <laughs> down and, and uh, gives us a chance. So, but we just had to put the pressure on from the get go, and um, and uh, and yeah, and just. And just um, convert on the scoreboard, and that's what we did today. Now, you were, as I said, massive in the ruck, but more than happy to follow up your own ball, get a few tackles. Is that something that you've actually concentrated on in training, getting into the mindset of once the ball gets tapped, it's not just for the midfielders, I've got to get in and get after it? Uh, yeah, so I'm, not, I'm not really a ruckman as such. Just, uh, oh, right. Nah. I just we don't have one, so just got I'm the tallest player on the team, so that's my job. <laughs> right, fair enough. But, um, yeah, I was just... You know, playing footy for a long time, and it's just what you got to do. You just got to keep following up, following up, and um, yeah, just just keep 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 at it. Just put the effort in, and you know, it'll it'll pay off. So, and it did today. And that last quarter where you kicked four goals in a row, two for yourselves. What was the three quarter time message out there by the coach captain? Uh, the message was just, no, we got this far. Just don't let it go. Just head over the pill. Just keep going, keep going. And we just we did that. And you know, obviously you get tired legs in the last quarter and just our boys just kept on running and, and running and, and um, we had space and we converted in the, in the end. So it was good. Was, yeah. it, was it mentioned at all that Nearham, that you would have to dig deep because having Nearham, having had the bye, that you guys, they, they might have fresh legs so you just had to put your head over it? Yeah, so we, we got the bye next week. So yeah. it, was, uh, it was, you know, and we wanted to go into the bye four and one. So, we, you know, we just give it everything today knowing that, yeah, you know, we we have got a two week rest and uh, we can yeah we can rest easy once you know we put the effort in today and, and you know all twenty one boys did that so got you by week plans putting your feet up somewhere uh, going down nah. to a cold beach just jobs just jobs. <laughs> just work just, just work around a house yeah well I'll go watch a local game somewhere maybe on Friday Arvo or Saturday Arvo sorry mm. well he's battered and bruised we nearly run out of time here but of course big thank you for Tommy Johnson for joining us the player of the game unanimously from us but also the Yarragon Hotel Excellent award boys. winner for goal of the day thanks for joining us Tom thanks Adam. for today it um, be nice to actually hear you boys uh, do, the, do the broadcast <laughs> but, uh, it's available head to the SEN <laughs> app or head to the SEN website you can find full replays of not only today's game but any game broadcast on SEN track Tommy Johnson thank you no, very much good. For joining us, go and have a shower, mate. Good stuff, guys. Go have Thanks. a shower. Well deserved. Please go enjoy the win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the yeah, we'll get the headphones off you so you don't get all mud on them. But well done, mate. Enjoyed that one. Big win here by Ellen Bank. And we'll go around the grounds and just have a look at some of the AFL scores. I think have we previously mentioned the Tigers eventually. 
getting a rather big win after they were down at one point against West Coast Eagles. 104 to 58, 46 point win there by Richmond. Geelong Adelaide has just wrapped up the Cats running out 26 point winners, 98 to 72 over the Crows, and just beginning Melbourne taking on the Suns. Two goals, uh, 14. Uh, sorry, no, just a new, just just a goal. 20 now yep. plays two. Uh, Melbourne to the Suns, so looks like the Demons are probably going to get their job done there. I'm a bit worried because I did loop in Taranto after his fantastic uh, performance. Yes, uh, I had Oliver as my dream team captain, <laughs> but I said Taranto got 117, got to roll that in. But uh, look, it's been a fantastic game here. We've uh, we've certainly enjoyed it. It's been a close game. Got any final thoughts? Well. Next week we'll be at Katani. It'll be Katani against Nilmadanum. So a bit of a, a bottom of the table clash. But as we learned from last week, those bottom of the table sides, it's not what it seems like. Nyora last week were impressive. I think Katani or Nilmadanum have got the ability to win either way. But it's been a fantastic day and 13-point winners for Alan Bank. That, that, look, that should be a really interesting one. Katani, considering we, we call them, I think, round two or round three, and they showed signs of... Like some really good play, but they haven't been able to put it together yet. <laughs> Nilbadanum seems like a good opportunity for that. Similarly, Nilbadanum have a man named N. Buckley who is currently sitting for an undisclosed game. He's Could that be the game? <laughs> I guess you'll have to find out. So keep an ear out for the name Buckley on Nilbadanum's list, either in the lead up to next week or perhaps the week after that, probably sometime this week, Dill. Should be fun to watch. Thanks, Goody, for a good day. It has been a great day. You've been listening to the Ellamank and District Football Netball League Match of the Day on SEN Trackside, 91.1, 91.9 around Gippsland, brought to you by the Wurgle Downtowner and Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. I've been Rob Goodwin. Dylan Beaumont there. Our, our pro post-game show, of course, has been thanks to SJD Law. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. For your computer and electrical needs. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM. Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League Match of the Day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. You're listening to Sandful on SEN, thanks to Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au.